0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Internet's Most Hated Mafia-Themed Geek Podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only, Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens of all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, and those visiting from the shadow realm that wish to listen to our podcast. Here it is, everyone, the main episode of the week. No tech issues this week, so you don't end up with me trying to fill in a lot of the blank spaces with sound clips or being overly annoying. But, uh, (laughs) so that being said, uh, you won't have that to deal with or me being overly in control other than uh, if I remember or choose to do it, uh, put in the aspects of, Diesel saying "family" or Kilk saying "indeed" if I choose to remember to do so, or want to scour the full episode to find those instances to do so. But uh, for the moment, you'll have me putting in the uh, standard dramatic pause. But uh, beyond that, not really. Uh, I'm been tired as of late. I don't know if I'm. Down with the cold myself, but I've just been feeling a little bit tired, and want to give you the content you all deserve that's out there. But to summarize what you'll be hearing, you'll hear about uh, a little bit of a recap of what happened last week, uh, a tale about a killer otter, and well, how uh, the Riders guild strike kind of came to an end. It, Screen Actors Guild Strike is still going on as far as I know. I haven't heard any uh, word to it ending, so as far as I know, the uh, Screen Actors Guild is still going on. So me and Sasha spent the bulk of the episode talking about uh, the Writer's Guild Strike ending and how it might be coming back in regards to the video game industry. Uh, me talking really quick about Ahsoka and... The new season of uh, Futurama that just ended, and uh, as i am bring together this episode, Ahsoka, the, I think the final episode of Ahsoka just dropped. I have yet to watch it. Um, maybe me and Tosh will talk about it next week again, and give us uh, our thoughts about the whole season, and how things uh, ended. So there's that. And, uh, I think that's about it. I've I know there might be a brief little update about the Riders Guild strike because as discussed with Sasha, uh, there was some information coming in my way in regards to it, and we still wanted to cover it ending, so either way, what can I say, but hey George, cue the music.
1: We'll be right back with more of the Long Longcoat Mafia podcast. Shock and Terror with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness. And Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the
2: podcast of darkness reboot. There's our favorite bitch's voice.
0: Recording progress. (laughs) Wired up the uh, laptop to the my modem, so hopefully that. Minimizes Wi-Fi issues this time around on my end.
2: Yeah, we'll see what happens with mine. I think it got better the moment like I started recording to the PC. Because I think between everybody watching movies at the house and you know whatever bandwidth this eats up. And then the kids over this weekend. So whatever bandwidth they're eating up with gaming. So it's kind of like a four-way struggle at the house. I know with
0: um, when I was no, I was had in the process of editing one of the either the hey we're going to be editing our mainline episode of the week or something like that. Uh, no, it was the Monday episode I dropped. It pretty much, hey, we're going to be editing a main episode, so please listen to this until we get that one put out. Somehow my while I was watching like YouTube and all that, my computer said, You're not connected to the internet. I'm like, how? I just got done looking on Facebook playing a mobile game and I'm watching Voodoo right now. How am I not connected to the internet?
2: And so you are too unplug- connected to the internet.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just unplugged uh my Xbox from the in essence unplugged the wire connection just plugged in my laptop and went that way for right now hopefully that just solves that problem for the moment I'm just expecting you to yelp at me at some point about what oh no um if I know you have a tendency to listen to things um you'll probably when you if you listen to the in the uh international podcast, podcast day episode you'll that's the episode you might yell at me about
2: eh, we'll deal with it when i listen to it i am in such a backlog of like episodes it's pathetic because i have been trying to also keep up with um camp nightmare um guys nightmare on film street um what's that one weird podcast it's got like three or four comedians on it and they talk about weird sci-fi horror conspiracy (laughs) bullshit and so i listen to them all the time um the last podcast on the left i love to listen to them um they're a big inspiration um now of course guys from camp nightmare i know because that's jordan and jb out of frederick real cool dudes real chill uh jordan does films i been debating on trying to get them on the show sometime. Um, I know Trevor and I just powered through a bunch of movies, and he wants to hop on um, one of these evenings and pound out a a podcast with me. So we'll do our regular recording, and then I'll do that, and I'll get you copies of that, too, where him and I talk about um, four different Fulci films. Um, Because I kind of wanted to get into the whole zombie hole with my reviews. And he's like, well, before you dig into the zombie hole, watch some good Fulci first, including zombie, which is the one that he technically did. If you go through the credits, he technically did uh, zombie and zombie three. Yes, it skips over to because technically zombie one is two overseas. Hence why I call it the zombie hole, because it gets real confusing because overseas, the original zombie was Dawn of the Dead. And then Fulci made his zombie movie, but couldn't call it zombie. And they're like, oh, well, it's very similar. It has undead things in it. We'll just call it zombie too. And it's like, so chronically confused about names. Um, Believe it or not, I've, I've bought a few of them on DVD and I've accidentally bought the same DVD under a different title, no more than three times.
0: (laughs) Uh, But uh, just again, to let you know, you, you have the right to yell at me when you listen to the independent, uh, in international podcast. Data, so you have worried the right, right to about it.
2: Just tell
0: me, get yeah. it out. Uh, of the basically,
1: rip the I, I'm gonna rip
0: the band aid off and let you know. Um, uh, because part of that episode, I want to give everybody the inspiration for on my end in regards to what I do and how I do it. Uh, so I included two episodes of Slack on the Man, and but before. Listening to it, I knew the episodes were going to be problematic. I just didn't know how. And they used uh, two words that we spoke of in the main episode last week in regards Hmm. to Rocky Horror Picture. Believe it or not, a lot of people
2: use those two words because, thankfully, unfortunately, because of Rocky Horror Picture Show, transvestite and transsexual gets used way too often. It's become part of the common parlance. Um, and it's something that the community has slowly been trying to get out of the general lexicon, but then you have these repeated viewings of films like Rocky Horror Picture Show, Silence of the Lambs, and other movies that continue to use that language. Um, because the reason why it's so problematic, a lot of people don't get it, as you may or may not know, gender and sexuality are two different things, you know? just because I identify as a trans woman doesn't mean I'm necessarily strictly attracted to men, Right. You know, I'm currently dating. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. it's uh... It's,
2: it's, it's the whole language. And of course the whole transvestite thing, and people have been trying to clean the terms, not only that, but you know, a certain genre, which I may or may not be a part of likes to use that language as well. Um,
0: I just said, uh, like I said in an episode, granted, the two episodes I shared were 13 years old. It's no one, no excuse. Two, I wanted to share the fact that, yes, do I acknowledge the words are and what was said in the episode's problematic? Yes. And I just wanted to share, yeah, this is what they did. Yes, it's the basis for what some of what they do is the basis for what I do. But I took, saw what they did, saw what I didn't in that, what I don't want to do, and so what I did want to do. And I think you could probably agree in regards, if you see something that works, you're going to go with that. You see right. something that might not work, you're going to not go with that. And that's what I tried to do. And that's why, even in the shows, I said, if Sasha listens to this, she's going to yell at me and but i just want to give context as much as i could and apologize for it you know try to get ahead of Have everything i
2: ever yelled but, at you in the five or six years that we've mm-hmm. been friends
0: not yet but there's a first time for everything
2: don't push it you don't want it, it i get scary ask the kid <laughs> the kid <laughs> has seen me mad but not at but, not at them but has seen me mad um yeah you'll know the difference um and, and i assure you 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 really would have to extremely toe the line for me to get that but vocal
0: I let me say it like this i know what i said but you know what i meant <laughs>
2: right uh, right but at it, the end it's... of the at the end of the day i wouldn't sweat it because i i hate to say it a lot of people use that language and yes the community at large has been trying to get people to step away from that But because it's so hammered into the lexicon now, it's hard to get people backtracked. The best way I can describe it when it comes to those words. um, Back in the day, there were certain words that would now be considered anti-Semitic and racial slurs today that were still part of the Carmen parlance. Not even, what, 50, 60 years ago. And um... there's still people who fight that, you know.
0: I will say coming from a cis standpoint listening to those the bulk of those episodes there I saw some things that are still oddly acceptable today mm-hmm. in some weird w- way I don't mean using words like transvestite or something like that I mean how it's so still mostly acceptable to joke around and say something like oh it's okay to do that just say no homo or something like that yeah. and, 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 and people people, but,
2: people do that shit all the time
0: and and it's and it's fine and even around someone who might be gay or or lesbian it's still perfectly fine and it's a brush
2: off but at yet, the end of the day yeah and it's why it, it's I always still, i'm not i'm not like, saying blame, it's correct but i blame pop culture i blame nostalgia Because, let's be honest, a lot of that stuff, up until, like, even the early 2010s, that was in TV shows, that was in films, games, and people love to go back and revisit old stuff. And, like, there are movies that I used to enjoy, I go back now and watch, and I cringe. And I always tell people like if you're rewatching stuff from your history and you're not cringing that means you haven't grown you know um but there are people who think just because this was okay 20 years ago 30 years ago i mean it's getting to the point where we can say 40 years ago um that it should still be acceptable today you and i both know it's not you know yeah there some
0: things that i uh, granted that i watch and they could be a groaner and making a lot of people uncomfortable I want to use two I want to say though it's different but similar mm-hmm. I could watch like I when I yeah do I watch Life Force on a yearly basis yes it's going to make somebody uncomfortable and I could see why it makes somebody uncomfortable but you're talking right now I'm still a citizen, God person so seeing a woman on screen that's full frontal, yeah, I'm still going to enjoy
2: it. We know the and, truth but... of that movie. You want to make out with Patrick Stewart. Just admit <laughs> it. You want to rub his little ball head, both of them.
0: Come on, it, I'd rather do it with Ian. At least he's going to have style. <laughs> but, uh... You just want to be his uh, number but... two. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... At least once, okay? At least once. And say at least it was Patrick Stewart. Uh, it was really hot. There's a vampire chick in his body. In his body.
2: It was okay.
0: <laughs>
2: That's what you can Ghost rules. Ghost rules. Those, Those rules. apply
0: Or uh, the aspect of when I rewatch, I still have to fish out that DVD. I know where it is. I want to listen to the commentary on it just to hear why. Uh, and it's the movie that I say it's so close to a softcore porn. It's just, I don't know how I didn't step over the line. It's Reform School Girls. And I was like, I'll rewatch it to go back for nostalgia. And I'll be like, why did I watch this? It's why? And all of a sudden I think, oh, yeah, I was 13 years old.
2: <laughs> at, at, at the end of the day, it's kind of like the thing I was trying to explain to a couple of the fuckos at, at Capitol Theater today. Cause yes, I was getting into this debacle earlier today online. <laughs> I,
0: or should I say again or what else is new? Yeah.
2: But <laughs> we're talking about Capitol here in Chambersburg, because of course, you know, they have to show Rocky Hart picture show. Me being me, I'm the first person to go, okay, are we gonna educate why this film is problematic today to the trans community? As well as to rape survivors, because honestly, you really can't show it without trying to have an educational moment and maybe throw some donation towards women in need and to like the Trans Lifeline or similar, so those communities can at least get some sort of benefit if you're going to show this trash. Because at the end of the day, I'm not saying don't show it, I'm saying show it, but have somebody talk about it and why it's problematic. Maybe have a Q&A at the end. Again, not a problem. And make sure some of the proceeds go toward charities that deal with it. because a lot of people seem to gloss over the fact that, you know, Frankenfurter clearly states that they, and I use they because there was never a pronoun choice given in the film. It's always Frankenfurter or the doctor. You know, what I mean, yeah. I don't remember once. My pronouns are she and her or they and them. So I just stick with they and them to be safe. But the thing of it is, is is that during the course of the film, as we discussed last episode, you know, technically Frankenfurter rapes Brad and Janet via deception, which is problematic on so many levels. And I've literally in this comment that, well, they liked it. And it's like, do you realize how problematic that sounds? And then they're like, yeah, well, it's done for comedy. I'm like, again, do do, do you not see how problematic that is? And then I even brought up the fact that essentially Frankenfurter is making a human his idea of the perfect mate. And you can tell that Rocky really has no interest in hooking up. With them, because obviously they hook up with Janet during the course of the film. And it's like you're literally grooming this person who is essentially your child. So we got problem on top of problems. And then you have the whole nature of consent. And I said, So that's problem number one. We talk about the trans issues that the main and sole trans character is described with dated language as a rapist and a murderer. But let's talk about the rape for a second. You know, and I just think it's funny because, like, well, I didn't view it that way. I'm like, all I'm asking is watch it underneath that context and understand why modern audiences might need some sort of primer on this and what was and wasn't acceptable back in the 70s because otherwise, you're gonna have people leaving that theater. And dropping some hard T-words on some people that they don't understand. Or coming away with some really dated stereotypes that all trans people are dangerous, sexually charged, um, murderesses, and rapists. And, yeah, new, no, new, no. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Especially when that's our sole depiction in most media. I hate to say it. You know, you watch Silence of the Lambs. And, of course, everybody argues with me, well, it's described in the course of the film that they're not technically transgender. I'm like, number one, that was a doctor from the 80s? But the fuck do they know? Because they still had in the the, the DSM being transgender as part of a mental health issue. And only recently, since the DSM-5, has it been changed to, no, this is not a mental health issue. This is just how they identify. The mental health issue is dysphoria which is caused by the environment around them and people just being ignorant assholes. And, um, yeah, it's just it's just intriguing because there are people who will fight you tooth-claw and there's no problem with this film. And it's like, but there is. Watch it, look at it, think about it, and then reassess. I mean, I had somebody once give me grief about breakfast at Tiffany's, and I'm like... um. What's his name? Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney is in it playing an Asian stereotype with buck teeth. And everybody seems to glaze over that scene. (laughs) (laughs) But (sighs) Sasha rant.
0: (laughs) Hashtag rant.
2: But at the end of the day, no. Because obviously you saw it, you realize there's an issue with it and that it's problematic today. I'm quite sure, in the context of the episode with your re-upload of it, you kind of brought something up about it, and we're talking about it now. Why? Why the hell would back I? Back then, I it.
0: Back then, uh, one of the things I said in the episode is that what kept me engaged with the, in the show is that, granted, I, and I said in the episode, they tried to again, no excuses for it, but what the how they. Portrayed themselves in the show was different from what how they were outside the show. Right. Meaning, I, I played with these got a lot of these guys on you Xbox Live back them? in the day. Sasha. <laughs> but uh they they were completely different. It was for the sake of if they knew that they were let's say they were doing it today, and you listened to the episode, you're like, you can't say that. they would amp it up just to piss you off more right they would like they they weren't doing it they knew that you would be hate listening to it every damn week to find out what was wrong with it and that's one of the reasons why they is it again an excuse no but hey if it's bringing in listeners yeah, and that's why when someone like yourself brings up, well, this is what Dave Chappelle is saying, and I tell you, it's like, listen, the best way to deal with that issue is shut the hell up. Right. And I don't mean it in regards to you, because the more you complain about it, the more you're going to drive people to watch it to find out what he's exactly. saying. And that's one of the things that they were doing. Plus, they didn't just have that one cast at they were always bringing somebody in somebody was leaving. And so you'd have different people on and yeah, I'd be a little bit uncomfortable when they brought up, you know, certain words or certain, like using transvestite. and like, well, that's maybe problematic or yeah, my views have changed over the years. I might've, I told you a couple of times how I might've had a different viewpoint 10, 13 years ago, but right. it, I didn't know better. I was not. I I might have had questions and so forth and so, forth and so on. I always so. try
2: to tell people because anybody who's been around me long enough and pays attention to how I address these things. I try to educate first. That's my first step because immediately I have no idea if this person's just an asshole or just not educated. But once I. Educate, oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> but once I educate and they persist. <laughs> with the, the behavior that's why i let the gloves off and it's always funny because most people only see what started it and how it ended but nobody's looking at in between we're like wait sasha's been incredibly patient with your ass up until about the second or third message in when you started being a dick and at that point she's like gloves off because it's just how i'm built you know everybody has a breaking point. Um, and everybody's like, oh, well, it's your job to educate. Everybody. Uh, no, I will try to educate the first time. And after the first time, then you've kind of shown your true colors and what you are. <laughs> you yeah. know, I can't, I, I, I can fix ignorance, but willful ignorance, I can't,
0: you know. I think that's probably one of the reasons why we kind of get, you and I get along a lot of times is that If there's a disagreement, I'll be like, okay, here are my points, and they could be valid points. It's not like I'm being a dick. It's just like these are my valid points, and you could, and we could both walk away, go telling each other, "Fuck you, no,
2: fuck you, no, fuck you." You're a cunt, but (laughs) I love. I saw that video this morning. I was just like, (laughs) I bet Chris needs this today. I just want to tell you (laughs) that you're a cunt.
0: You're a cunt. (laughs) <laughs> and but about a week later uh you one of us
2: would be checking so how you
0: doing you cunt <laughs> yeah
2: exactly i just checked in with ho sway and i'm like hey how's it going, pup cup? going
0: pup cup? <laughs> and he'd be like fuck you
2: <laughs> no and then i had a decent chat because he heard about the hospital trip and he's all like you're taking it easy, and I was like, yeah, between the man and the kid and the family, I'm I'm resting. I'm not overdoing it. So and it wasn't anything serious. It was just apparently now I get chest pains if I overwork. And I'm like, oh, so I'll get symptoms as if I'm having a heart attack. and and of course, the ER is like, yeah, it'll it'll feel like hell. Just check your, you know, your blood pressure, you know, check your, your pulse and your, au- your your oxygen levels. And if there's anything that looks significantly spiked and they gave me the numbers and everything, if I'm over, then yeah, come to the ER, we'll run the hormone, you know, the enzyme check to see if you're having a heart attack. Cause apparently there's an enzyme that shows up when you're having one. And uh, yeah, they're like, no enzyme. You just need to learn to take breaks, take it easy. And not push yourself so hard at work and at play and everything else and try to avoid stress in life. And it's like, hey, yeah, good luck with that. You know. I'm 44. i have a teenager. Life is already complex. (laughs) I'm trans. (laughs) (laughs) Stress-free. Welcome to the world. But you know how that goes. But anyways, you got a good um uh, lumser on board today.
0: Well, uh that's what I was looking up while you were ranting. It's like let her rant, I gotta look up shit. <laughs>
2: let her rant. Dude. Just let her let at her it. rant. Let her at it. It's like I gotta find something. Um I've been watching a lot of um Skeeter Jean and um Courtney Elizabeth. They kind of do their own version of uh, Chris Hansen stuff where they go out and get people that are targeting like minors and whatnot. And I am just amazed. Well, maybe I'm not amazed, but so many of these guys come from Florida. It's pathetic. (laughs) It's like if you check the sex offender list, if you lived in Florida, like, is it just all just that one color red (laughs) Did
0: you see like these little it's tiny like spots of, of white? It's like, I had a lot of good times in, like Ocala, Florida, and all that. It's where one of the few places I've called home, and now it's like, I typed in Florida man Ocala, and it's like half the articles like we covered that talking about that, but why is eighty five percent of it like Ocala man found with one ton worth of porn?
2: Exactly. It I just had me cracked up laughing, so I'm like, you know, it just makes me want to go on the sex offender list and type in some of these addresses and just see all the red. You have 5,455 sex offenders that live near you. (laughs) 50% of them are within five feet. What the fuck? It's uh, like you live in Florida. There's all kinds of wonderful trim that's out there, but behave yourselves, people. I know there's a lot of people,
0: and it's like, yeah, it's wrong. It's like you, it's like when you look at it, it's like, all it's like all boys or all male. T- I'm like, dude. It, granted, if you're gonna go that route, at least go for if you're a cis, go for that the the chicks in the bikini yes it's wrong way wrong and nasty but dude at least you're swinging in the right direction but it's still well and you're gonna get your ass shanked in prison but still at least at least most of the guys could probably understand but yeah and then you look at the article a little bit deeper it's like one ton worth of porn child porn Dude, you don't just have a problem. You
2: (laughs) You need a therapist. (laughs) Not even a therapist. You need a psychiatrist. (laughs) Because your ass is going to need
0: drugs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, uh,
0: uh, With that amount of child porn, your ass is going to need a lawnmower. (laughs) Literally, a lawnmower. A wood chipper. I was like, what that? If you got pushed into a lawn shipper and somebody asked you why, good chance the cops would be like, yeah, we still gotta take you in, but we get it. We understand, man. We understand. And Florida. But, <laughs> and in Florida. But but in regards to my bit, uh, I think this one is decent enough for the episode. Uh Florida Man, the title is Florida Man 74, Attacked by Rabbit Otter while feeding ducks. And I love the photo on the screen that they show.
2: <laughs> South Park episode otters <laughs> took over the world? And it was all about I just families. love the
0: photo that they chose for this title. <sighs> the the folks listening at home, it's a photo of an otter like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that he, had of, he had a ton of CP. <laughs> had a ton of CP. <laughs> I'll do it again.
0: Uh. Oh, by the way, oh, if oh, you haven't watched...
2: Oh, lit- watching those videos, I think it's funny because, you know, with the algorithm, there's certain things that, like, YouTube hits now. So instead of calling these guys what they really are... They call them a PDF file. and <laughs> me guess. YouTube brings up all PDFs? You, all it hears uh, is PDF file because obviously it's l- l- looking for um, that word sounds word. like a part of a bicycle. You know, you you, right. uh, you, you do what to make it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or they'll say corn, you know, something like that. And all of a sudden the... You- The algorithm's like, it seems like you like a lot of corn, so here's videos about corn and how to cook corn. But apparently
2: a lot of videos have been getting, like, demonetized because that word pops up or because, um, you know. So that's why people use phrases like unalive and force magnifier for firearms. (laughs) Force multiplier. I love that one. That one I heard the other day. Yes, he uses force multiplier and unalive this person. <laughs> I'm just look. Like, what? Oh well,
0: uh, this is for the folks at home that are listening. If you haven't listened to the main episode of last week, uh I'm going to include, please go listen to it. Uh let me just add to the drinking game uh, every time we you hear any sound clip take a drink uh that I've included in the show that is Oh yeah, we got that...
2: sound clips now.
0: We're almost professional.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I take it Sasha
2: hasn't listened to it yet so therefore she doesn't know. <laughs> I'm like how many times I, I got a notification I dropped Spotify it? today from all the podcasts <laughs> that I listened to. You're presently 555 episodes, <laughs> like, I only listen and subscribe to six podcasts. And I'm like, oh geez. That means I'm I am have not listened to a lot of them.
0: <laughs> I think um what did I uh I use the the like the that one scene from uh uh Rocky Horror, it's the you see the radio tower, the RKO tower. You have that little the that intro to the music number. Um I was like, Okay, every time we had a signal drop and everything else, uh I'm including this just to piss Sasha.
2: That's fine.
0: and uh what uh, made me use it is because uh when i did the electric eye that was the lead-in to the punk song that big candy chose meaning he'd have that then the punk song right after it as an intro for our show and we'd talk over it every time it was playing because it would be recording as it was playing so at one point you could hear like me like at that one point, you hear us like oh, "no again," and it's it just a fitting thing. Plus, I went into our sound clips and used the whole one hour later, five minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> and it was um, at that final one, that final drop that we had. It was right at the two hour mark of. What I was doing. So I went into that time card uh, SpongeBob thing. I went two, I clipped out the two and I went, included that sound clip and I picked up the later. It was two, then <laughs> later. Uh, I plus a whole mess of other uh, different sound clips that we we're doing. I uh, like. In one of the episodes, it was like family, or what? What were we saying all the time? La- uh, last last week, it was like family. It was like <laughs> not just family. Um, it was the equivalent. It was just like dropping that. Oh, it was defining Nemo. It was like uh, shark bait, Bruja So every time some one of us said shark bait, it was shark bait, and I did include brouha. <laughs> 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 brouhaha. so it's like i had to the clip was there so it was like loaded so every time you hear like shark bait bruha uh take a drink if you hear the the uh there's a technical error i think the first time it happened i did we we're experiencing technical difficulties <laughs> it's like i'm doing
2: it just to see if i could troll sasha <laughs> Gotta have that little, like, and sign with the drunken guy. In
0: <laughs> We're experiencing like, technical what? difficulties. And, and I said that in the show. It's like, listen, I'm gonna be doing this all time, all the whole time. Why? So I could piss Sasha off into beer trolls. So every time you hear this or any variant of this, take a drink.
2: So And just so everybody knows it's all on fun... <laughs> this this he can get away with he's he is considered friends and family at this point cuz family <laughs> family <laughs> it, it, it's it's not it's there's a
0: difference I'll, I'm sure if Sasha wants to disagree she could disagree there's a difference to be uh in being mean and doing it just because of a, a joke or a lull. Me doing it in the last episode of doing shark bait, brouhaha, or inserting that little clip. It one the f- it fit. Mm-hmm. to it, it it's just for the laughs. Oh, we're having technical t- difficulties and we're talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show the whole time. You know what? Not only are we going to blame it on the rain, we are going to include this. We're going to blame this. And so so what? a fuck not.
2: Yep. Yeah, that episode was so, a mess. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to
0: put it in, so I might find that little experiencing technical difficulties clip just to put it. In.
2: <laughs> it was a mess, and I just I don't know. I it, it definitely was the rain. Today's connection's a hell of a lot better. So, so yeah. we'll 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 thank the powers that be for small minor miracles <laughs> for today. Miracles. And it, uh I so it. I was thinking like topic wise cause I know you had something um but I definitely want to kick off with writer strike is over writers actors strike but not really because now they're going to go after video games I don't know if you heard about yeah. that yet or not
0: I heard um, a little bit that I saw uh something came up on my feed that uh my YouTube feed in regards to man what the hell um uh, uh in regards to this video topped up popped up saying it just got worse for Hollywood writers. I don't know what it's about. It dropped maybe about two hours ago. So I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but uh, folks at home, because in regards to the uh, audio side of things, I will include a update. If there's any newer information or it's something what this YouTube video has here is, uh, different than what we're saying. I'll try to include it if it's relevant. How about that? Yeah, something like that.
2: Not like we're a professional operation or anything. No. And there was another topic that you had, too, and I can't remember off the top of me what that was. Uh, I know I promised uh, talking about uh the
0: latest season of Futurama and uh, watching Prey, but Beyond that, we to start, start start writing down show notes so we're a little bit more informed. Mm, in professional. To at, <laughs> professional. Uh, we used to be professional here at the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, but we no longer do that anymore. Can we involve Sasha? <laughs> Shit, what <went> the <to> hell? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what the hell? Uh Can we blame fest
2: <laughs> They've already got enough problems.
1: <laughs> okay
2: of did you ever finally get any response officially from them one way or the other or ever an email just just out of curiosity i'm gonna say no 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 because i'm quite sure you would have been on the phone like a teenage girl like oh shit yeah cause
0: no uh i will say this dependent um uh, if things work out and i get an email back uh we here uh we might not have a show on the third uh what day is it I want to say it's the thirtieth October thirtieth uh which is I think that's Sunday that's a Monday I think October it's a Monday so it's uh yeah october twenty ninth because we might not do a recording because uh, i received a message in my inbox via uh, facebook from the folks at ravenwood ren fair in clearbrook mm. uh, it's at the i think the frederick uh, fairgrounds and right near uh clearbrook uh they're doing a ren fair like the second uh like the 14th and 15th and the 28th and 29th of october and we may have, at least I'll have a booth at that. I may have a booth at okay. that second weekend uh, promoting the show. Uh, I will have a buddy of mine, Uh, A buddy of mine is going to take me down. Um, if things work out, I got to keep him in the loop in regards to it. He runs a uh, a wrestling podcast. I told him, was like, listen, since both of us are in the area, it's not that far away. I'm going to have a uh, good chance. I'm going to have this table of things work out this booth. I just need to ride down there. Listen, grab some flyers, make up some flyers, grab some business cards, whatever you have for the show. Granted, I'll be promoting my stuff. I'll have the sign up. I'll dig in my sign up, but you're more than welcome to promote your shit too. share the table, promote your shit, get your word out. Yes, it's a rent fair, but ah, get the word out. It's you know, it's a free, it, free it, opportunity. It,
2: Go for it. I say it's a
0: free opportunity. To, and if anything, I'll have my camera, I'll have an extra mic or two down there. And we might, if anything, we we record some audio there. Who knows? But um, still, we, we're there just to, probably just to promote, get the word out, talk about our respective shows. And it, it's it's like, listen, yes, it's me, but you know, I want to raise you up too. You're a your friend. And I'd probably do the same for you, Sasha. Too. It's like, listen, if I have a booth here, come on down. You know, put your sh- your Begin stuff on the table. The anniversary promote. can't. That that uh, no, I'm not, I'm just saying it's something yeah. I do with you. It's like if I had a table someplace, and you know you're able to make it. It's like, hey, I need it right. Come down and you know promote your stuff too. But I'm I'm just used as an example. It's like yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. friend, you you're uh same thing um I've done with uh many a lot of my friends too. It's like I've walked I've had tables placed uh in areas and all of a sudden there's stuff on my table. I'm like, what's this on the table uh with my regular stuff? And I look at it and it's like, oh, so and so was here. I know who this is. I'll I'll allow it. So yeah, that's that, that, sort that of thing. For me
2: is yeah, weekend of the anniversary, so
0: I'm not saying
2: you uh I'm not asking <clears throat> I was going you to buy, like, to... tickets the weekend before the anniversary to go see Evil Dead the musical, but I guess Al must have been on the same wavelength and told me the other weekend, oh, yeah, I got tickets for that uh, Evil Dead show up in Cumberland. I'm like, you did what? <laughs> like, how dare you think of a plan before me and execute it? <laughs> I was like, damn it, because I was going to get him tickets, because he's into, like, stage productions and theater. And things of that nature, and I I know he hasn't been to the Cumberland Theater yet because our choices were, I want to say there's a, a like a um, amphitheater in Philly, and then there was this place in Cumberland. Cumberland's a little closer, and he's never been to the place in Cumberland, and he loves how the stage is set up because he's always done like stage crew stuff, um, and so he likes stage productions. And I'm like, okay, I love horror movies. I've only seen Evil Dead the musical like once you Know live, I've seen it a bunch of times through bootleg tapes. Um, but yeah, that was my game plan, and then that got pretty much crapped. on. like, now I gotta think of another anniversary gift. Lovely, <laughs> it, it. I've seen uh Evil Dead,
0: I don't think it was the musical, but at least the stage production of it. Uh, someone I know, uh, John Johnson, was asked to do a uh, I think if not the musical Evil Dead the musical Evil Dead the stage production of it and one of their uh, run throughs that they did they recorded it and for all those who asked uh, were able to watch it on a similar not YouTube but a uh, video platform that you were able to send a code yeah, so people could watch it and I was one of the few people that was able to watch it and it, it it was different, and you when you go live, you're going to have that. In I'll say this: going to see something that you've seen in movies or TV or something like that, even a bootleg, you're going to have theater snobs just ruining it, just being theater snobs. I'll yeah. say that um, because again, I remember when I seen Spam a lot in, in the Apollo Theater here. Mm, If you love, like for the folks like myself that love Monty Python's Holy Grail, you know every joke, every line, and everything a part of it, and the fans were, it should have been more of a crowd in that theater than there was, but the fans that, the folks that did show up, 85% were fans of Holy Grail. And we're doing where when the punchlines and the lines came up, the fans knew it. We all shouted them out with everybody respectfully. But during the intermission, you hear the theater snobs. I can't believe all these people talking in the theater. It's like, how do you not know this is one of the most cult classics out there? A lot of the old school geeks love Mighty Python. They're going to show up in force and they're going to know every line exactly everything. Uh, and it's the same with uh, it's like Princess going Black. to um, I,
2: a labyrinth just to sing along and being shocked that people actually know every line and every song,
0: right? No, I. I think it was. was it? Last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. I went to the Shadowcast version of Princess Bride. I didn't see. I don't see. I understand the aspects of it, but I don't see the 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 thrill of Shadowcasts. I, I I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Dumb. They did a good. They did a good job, but I don't get it. Um, well, I'll say the it like Ghost
2: that. Thing that's going on um, later this month that looks like a lot of fun where all the uh, musical score is actually done by a live orchestra. And I'm like, Oh, that's different and kind of cool. You know, I was thinking about getting tickets for that.
0: Now that That's, that's different. That's different. That might be a, bit, a little bit different or different experience, mm-hmm. but a shadow cast is different because they're pretty much lip syncing to the lyrics. That's uh, what's being played on screen. Yeah. And, and It's like, do I pay attention to the shadow cast or do I pay attention to what's on the screen? Granted, when it's on the screen, you're going to want to watch what's on the screen because that's what you love. But part of you is like, yeah, I've seen it already. I want to see what these folks do. So it's...
2: Yeah. Weird. It's it's 50-50. You know, and that's how it is with a lot of those weird-ass midnight movies. So... But anyways, you got your topic and your rabid possum. Not possum. Rabbit. Otter. We I mean, you find something with rabbit weasels one time.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I'm downloading this image right now, so I could use it in the thumb... Uh, when I finally edit everything together, it's... <laughs> Why is there an otter in your promotional photo? Uh, listen to the episode and find out.
2: Just make sure you give him, like, a little thought bubble. Yeah, I did it. I'll do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I listened. And I'll listen again. Somebody stop that. I wonder if I could find the Lemon Face, line Face line on YouTube.
2: Oh, uh, that was in, um... It's <laughs> on not box straight back. Lemon Face. Yeah, I know. I lion just
0: face. want to find it online so I, I could include it in the show. <laughs> Every time we play a sound clip, take a drink. Every time one of us says hashtag rant, take a drink.
2: Yo, I loved you, reindeer games. <laughs> Man, it was the bomb, yo. bomb, yo. Oh, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. We mm-hmm. need more funny from Kevin Smith and less serious tone movies like Clerks. The Clerks Three. It was a good movie. It was good, but. Damned that hit. They didn't do, uh,
0: um, uh, what's your name's character, Justice.
2: They didn't do, um, Dante
0: Justice.
2: I don't know. I think Dante got uh, that, uh, got the perfect ending because they were going to kill him off in the original movie. He was, yeah, true, to get wrong but it just didn't.
0: Uh, it just didn't. I take it they wanted it to be done because if they left every all the characters alive, the fans will, will probably would have wanted a clerks Four, and this game was like, Well, we can't do a clerks for because well
2: it could be Randall and Elias. I I'd watch it.
0: <laughs> but uh uh Roselle Rosario Dawson is the person I was think the actress I was thinking of. They didn't killing her off. Well, even though she was in the movie, carrying her character officially off and not being in the movie it was in that character as, as Dante's wife was
2: Yeah, really but just, she kind of blew up because of you know the fact that she was yeah. on Ashoka and everything else that was happening around about the same time. So I mean, you know, are you gonna be in Clerks Floor or are you, are you gonna are Clerks Three or are you gonna do Star Wars?
0: Yeah, and I was happy to see her play Ahsoka, but either way, anyways.
2: Mm. Live uh, face. Live face. Live face. Live face. Face. <laughs> <Lemon laughs> face. Whenever you're ready there, boss. Got your head screwed on properly.
0: <laughs> We're going to need head number two today, sir.
2: You're gonna need to get, like, a ratchet it's set, cold. like that one scene in RoboCop. <laughs> arch, arch. It's cold outside, World atmosphere, I'm all we're, we're only human, after all. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be a lot of out there. Oh, uh, you went RoboCop, I went Red Dwarf. <laughs> RoboCop, and, uh... Oh, hell, I saw that meme the other day. <laughs> he died, and they made him go to work anyways. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that sounds like the school district. (laughs) Why'd you take off? I had a heart attack. (laughs) Oh, anyways. Anyway. Lumser, I'm bored. What plaything do you have for me today? This tassel case. We put the glue on it, make the little molds and all kinds of fun stuff. (laughs)
0: Possibly, but that's beside the point. Something out of the SK system. No, always um, the SK um, system. Damn, they're a bunch of trouble, but they have a lot of interesting things. Like,
2: like the, the universe is vast, yet we always focus on this.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, oddly. But unfortunately, the rest of the universe has not provided us interesting entertainment like. And today is thing the concentration
2: comes. of assholes and idiots uh, in the SK system. system
0: right. And interesting stuff coming out of there. A the bunch of weirdos. It's the uh how would the earthlings put it? The Australia of the universe. But either way, <laughs> we've got an interesting article for you. It is the title of Lord of Man 74: Attacked by Rabbit Otter
2: while feeding ducks. <laughs> How are you supposed uh, to get it, together uh, if you can't feed no ducks? Yeah, I <laughs> oh, like how deep put reference. The... <laughs> Did you get that what? one? What? How are you supposed to get your shit together if you don't can't feed no ducks? Uh, is that uh, Die Hard? No, F the FP. Oh. It is about a post-apocalyptic future where gangs settle all their rivalries in Dance Dance Revolution. And yes, it is a real movie. The I F- haven't seen that movie. I have not seen that movie. When you get to the duck monologue, you will lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the sanity of the universe hedges on ducks being at a park. Because how are you go get your shit together without any fucking ducks?
0: I could probably understand. It's Like, I'm sure you've seen Hatchet, the Hatchet series. Yes. I'll granted the scene I'm about to talk to is wrong, but it's funny as hell. It's the whole scene when they go to that relative's uh, door, and he comes. It the, the relative is like racist as hell, and they're like, "He's not a real cop because he's colored," and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so wrong," but it's done so beautifully and hysterically. It, it just bits and the the looks it's like oh my it's it's so wrong but it's 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 funny it's played so well
2: <laughs> that's when you know you're in like, deep I, south <laughs> yeah you
0: know, that's yeah that's how you know you're in the deep south like oh my god this is it works he's playing it so well oh dear god um i, I think that's why I like films like uh uh Blazing Saddles works so well. You could you know why it's wrong and what's being done is wrong, but it's played so well with for laughs. It's it's awesome and it's funny and it holds up. And I like that meme that's been going around. I'm sure I think you shared it too. It's uh Gene Waller uh with like the Starbucks right in front of him. Yeah. And he goes, well, where and, do know he's was like girls at. It's like it's like, he's like Pumpkin spice like <laughs> where are all the white women at? <laughs> where are all the white women at? Oh <laughs> white women at. I'm like, oh that's so wrong, but it's so goddamn funny. Uh whoever did this,
2: uh bravo, we're all going to hell. I'm like to a the Halloween I'm- theme one with ghosts and it's a ghost saying, where are all the white ghosts at? And I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> it's it's so wrong. It's you know, it's so bad. And I'm like, oh
0: God, I'm going to hell. <sighs> But either way, uh, the, what's? <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> yes, we had an aside. But, there. <laughs> but anyway,
0: hashtag rant uh, it says a uh, Florida Department of Health said the attack happened Wednesday in Jupiter, Florida, in Palm Beach County. It's uh, so, like uh, according to, oh, he's just out. He was feeding ducks he was feeding corn to ducks at a nearby pond and was turning home when he spotted the otter. The man began to slowly back up slowly while facing the otter. When the animal attacked him for several minutes, the man suffered dozens of wounds
2: on his arms and legs. Mm. Yeah. And otters don't mm. normally do that kind of stuff. So we all know he went in and got shots real quick.
0: Uh, I, I'm sure of it. Uh, it says the auto also attacked a pet dog in the area. Uh, the auto was captured and tested positive for rabies. Uh, explains what rabies does. It says uh, uh, keep your vaccinations for your pets up to date. Uh, up to uh, up to date. Keep your pets in direct supervision. Call local animal control to remove any stray animals from your neighborhood. Spay or neuter. Uh, do not handle feed or unintentionally attract wild animals or with open garbage cans or litter. Fuck you. I want to befriend that opossum and raccoon that's been near my house. I'm going to capture one of those motherfuckers, and we're going to Taco Bell for soft tacos later, so fuck you.
2: Um, (laughs) You're going to catch it. It's going to go loose in your house, and you're never going to be able to find it again. (laughs) It's going to go in my my attic. somewhere. (laughs) Sleeping at a night with your covers all pulled up past your eyes. <laughs> it's okay. Like
0: you're I'm here. Safe. Fuck you. Get find the mice and kill them, you asshole.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to have tacos with you, man. <laughs>
0: if you want to stay here, keep the place clean from rats and
2: mice, man. You Pay asshole. rent, one of the two.
0: Pay rent. I'm broke. You're paying rent today, motherfucker. <laughs> I just invited you over for uh for Tacos. tacos.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's good. That, that news article's going to be about you here <laughs> soon. Yeah.
0: It's like, do you have a story for the bit today? Yes. I'm going to have the mask on. It's like, uh, something from the SK system, ma'am. Really? What is it? Oh, someone with two thumbs. Uh, <laughs> adopted. A, no, I had two a, thumbs. A raccoon. It's like, uh, there's two thumbs and. Uh, Adopted this year,
2: raccoon. Oh Jesus! And that person is this guy. Uh, He's like, my next catch is going to be the fart cat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be the crab cat. Uh, (laughs) If and folks, if you haven't been watching the Y Files, please watch the Y Files. It's a very fun YouTube channel that talks about like UFOs and cryptids and all that, but it's done in fun. Uh, the guy that puts it on it, he'll talk about he'll go into a deep dive about like uh, different things like ghosts and or you uh, UFOs. but like he was talking about area fifty one, then just tell you why everybody that's talking about it is blowing things out of proportion or so forth and so on. And why everything is pretty much can and can be easily debunked. And he has this little goldfish called a hecklefish. Mm. And one of the cast phrases is beware of the crab cat. Just a little poorly drawn crab with
2: a cat's face on it. Hey,
0: it's fun. Beware of the crab cat.
2: Sounds like that needs a poem or something.
0: Mm.
2: Beware of the crab cat and its claws that go snip snap.
0: and, dogs, uh, and so, uh, Did they say no, how the old dogs, this guy was
2: that was feeding ducks? Because most people I see feeding ducks are pretty up there. 74. Oh, Jesus. Poor guy. Just trying to feed
0: ducks. I think it would have been funnier if uh, the article was worried, uh, worded like Florida man, 74. Uh, attacked by rabbit otter feeding ducks these like leave the word while out and like okay was the rabbit otter feeding the ducks, ducks? I need to... <laughs> I've got more questions than answers here <laughs> so that's pretty much the whole article nothing really more to talk about
2: so dramatic to... calls, obviously dramatic pause
1: Shut up and take my
0: money.
2: So folks, as always, you are listening to Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness. And we would say reboot, but I think we're kind of past the point of reboot. We've kind of done more episodes than what the original run actually had. Um at this point, since we're doing it pretty much weekly when I'm not ill or there's not issues uh more technical problems. Uh but I, of course, am Sasha Constantine Monroe, aka Sasha the Princess of Darkness. And with me as always, of course, is Mr. Christopher Lumzer, aka the Martinsburg Bradman, aka Reverend Godfather of the Long Coat Mafia Podcast. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Yeah, we can get you some John Cena horns or something.
0: <laughs> John Cena. Dude. <Ding! laughs> I I think I might have that uh uh somewhere and include, include
2: that in there podcast with, may or the may interaction not be with the with the Millennials then
0: well there goes this lid I got to find a new lid now uh this episode partially and sponsored by
2: W www w. W. W.
0: consume links w. in description
2: eat snort w. 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 w yeah I gotta get
0: a new freebase t- uh, t- w. W. <laughs> base <Freebase. laughs> snort dubby could
2: you see it this way he has got the crack pipe smoking dubby or worse has got a spoon out with a lighter
0: <laughs> i'd get a comment from dubby that's not how you're supposed to ingest our product <laughs> <laughs> trying to get high <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> oh, jeez! Oh, I can see it now. Small indie podcasters sued for <laughs> incorrect usage of W. Well, we didn't do it. That's <laughs> not.
0: The, that's not. That's not the promotion we were looking for. <laughs> this. <laughs> We
2: got people hitting this oh, a little bit. Bag <laughs> oh man, the that's you bag bag probably hit, hit
0: Would you like a serving of dubby? He's all like just three
2: ninety-five.
0: You got any more of that dubby?
2: <laughs> got any more of that dubby? Oh, I, need dubby. <laughs> I got a <laughs> You cannot get high on W. <laughs> but it does have what no crash, doing? no buzz. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I uh something of a part of me wants to pull that uh um uh, Dave Chappelle meme that he used to from the yeah. Chappelle show when he's that crackhead, that yeah. like drug addict, homeless guy, he's like got any more <laughs> W? <laughs> and tag dubby <laughs> energy in it. And be like, oh, God, that's not how you're supposed to promote our shit, man. But it's working. <laughs> working. Me on air with a metal uh, measuring spoon and just going. Tch, tch. Over here, you hear me with the bubbler. Like, are you ready to start recording the shit? Meanwhile, it's already recorded. Yeah. You ready to start <laughs> <the show?
2: laughs> you're like, uh, I got my mask. Hold on. Smoke comes flying out of the mask. Dubby, <laughs> you got a promotion today. Arco, one better. You just, instead of
0: hearing the usual uh, from the mask, you just hear something along the lines like, You were just, you merely adopted Dubby. I was born into it, molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> We're using all the memes now.
2: It's <laughs> a weird, weird podcasting one day. You just hear a knock on your door. It's a police raid, along with Dougie's lawyers. <laughs> Please stop
0: using our product. All right, all this shit should be achieved here. You're just... You nearly have adopted before. It's not tonight. Yeah.
2: W loves that. As us. you can
0: tell, we have we get easily distracted on the show. We have uh, podcasting ADHD. Uh, amongst us, yes. our- we devolve very quickly. <laughs> quickly, we we start somewhere up here and just bottom out. The uh, <laughs> we just grab shovels
2: in the backhoe and start digging. Yeah, so come join us for this ride. Yes, indeed. So one of the big things I kind of want to touch on today is, of course, hey, guess what? Writer's strike is over. Kinda. <laughs> Sorta. Of. Yeah, uh, so apparently as of midnight, well, 1201 last night, uh, the writer's actors strike has ended, at least for movies, film, and television. Um, now they're gonna go after video games. And as most of y'all may know, now granted, I understand it's more about the principle than it is what's going to happen. But now they're going after video games, which makes sense because digital distribution happens with video games. You can now stream video games. There's a whole bunch of interesting stuff going on with video games. And at least the union's now being proactive. But what a lot of people don't know is there's a lot of ununioned writers, directors, etc. cetera, that work in the video game industry more so than there is unionized ones. Now, granted some of the bigger games like your triple A games usually have union writers, union actors in the works like your last of us games. Cause we got a last of us three coming down the pipe. Um We've got, you know, a new um hell on new. Well, we already have mortal Kombat out. We'll, we'll touch on the switch port on that here in a little bit. Um, if you haven't heard the controversy on that yet, Chris, you're about to, but, uh, the thing of it is, is, we're
0: talking about the Mortal Kombat one.
2: Yes. Okay. And we'll get to it. But so there's not a whole lot of unionized people out there. It does happen with triple A's because they do get some pretty decent big names out there. Even some Hollywood names. Um, I don't think it's going to hurt them, but it's going to help set precedents for the future and maybe even give the union a foothold depending on what happens. But yeah, I think I I don't mean to interrupt oh, go ahead. but
0: I think I was hearing stuff in regards to uh the video game aspect. I did I thought it was more so um the actors going at once that strike is done that they going after the video game uh industry because right now it's more mocap mm-hmm. uh with the video games and uh, anything else? I know uh, I tried to speak to when I had a, um, uh, a chance to talk to a lot of voice actors, but um, I did not hear anything or the voice actors I spoke to uh, didn't know too much about what was going on, but I know maybe about 10 years ago, uh, give or take, eight. I would say between 8 to 10 years ago, there was a... The voice actors were trying to strike against the video game, act, uh, video game companies, especially the AAA guys uh, or AAA folks, because their voice is their money. If yep. And a lot of the AAA places do not really care about the voice actors that they do. And it's like, no, we need this. We need this. Uh, and they strain, have to strain their voices more and more. And when you have folks like Tara Strong and Billy West that are really big names and they might have to, after doing that particular recording,
2: they have to play. Well, uh, for example, like the best, the best example I can give for you right now, Troy Baker. Um, He did a voice obviously for a lot of the last of us games, but he was a major player in the original tales of the borderlands. He played uh, what's the guy with the mustache from three. Uh, uh, Reese. Yes, Reese. He played Reese. And the thing of it was is is he's Union. Um, So when, of course, Borderlands 3 got made, they wanted to bring Reese into it from Tales from the Borderlands, but they got a completely different voice actor, which kind of upset Troy Baker. And honestly, it should, because Troy Baker has done characters far and wide um hell he's done batman in video games um in arkham origins they didn't get uh what's his name from the animated series to do batman's voice they want somebody who sounded a little younger so they got him to play batman and um when it came to the whole thing with borderlands 3 because it's a completely different studio different structures than telltale games um yeah they went with a completely different voice actor when they did the second the the all-new tales from the borderlands, and reese briefly shows up in that they didn't have troy baker back and there's a lot of issues on the actor side and i know that going in with the actors they need to really do that they also need to go in with the writers they need to go in with the directors i mean look at how badly kojima got screwed on a number of things he created such as like metal gear and whatnot
0: because we're talking about uh Gearbox was a prime example in Borderlands. I know the person that, not personally, but I remember seeing reports of uh, the person that originally voiced Claptrap, and I think in the first two games, uh, was you know the reason why his voice changed in the uh, a lowest DLC and in three to a different person is because he was like, yeah, the I should be called back. Uh, and besides, they they didn't. If I do get called back, I need want more money uh, because they weren't really treating us well when we were recording. They were, you know, X, Y, and Z. I forgot what the the reasons that he was giving. Just that they were giving. He was giving a lot. Gearbox and Randy Pitchford a lot of flack. And yeah, uh, and you're like, uh, you're you're being an asshole. You're being a problem so you're not coming back ever period and because uh borderlands has a a a very passionate fan base uh randy is still pretty much that rallied the fans to go after this voice actor which is completely wrong yeah um yeah granted you have a lot of people like myself and a lot of uh uh youtube big you somewhat big youtubers that criticize uh gearbox and borderlands for not fixing shit over the past 11 years or saying that they fix shit, then go back and change it then go back and fix uh put it back and but once the fans have to be vocal about it in regards to it for the right i'll say this for the right reasons meaning if there's issues with the games uh or they're locking stuff out you have you as a fan in regards to that game, whatever it be—Last of Us, Borderlands, Call of Duty—you have the right to voice your concerns. Uh, that's why YouTube is there. That's why Twitter's there. Be vocal about it. And when you get hate from the fan fan base, tell them go. Tell them what first and foremost: go fuck yourself. You you're the one that's being a bully. These are the issues that we are having. These are the problems, and you're ignoring them because you're a fanboy
2: or a fan girl. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. And a um, lot of people see video games as like lesser form of entertainment. But let's be honest, like when COVID hit, you were either streaming or you were gaming. You know, and at the end of the day, like the entry point for a video game is what? 60, $70 these days.
0: Yeah. And as to agree with you, a lot of people still, I'll say this, still see, I'll say, at let's say. Out of a hundred people, nine eighty-five to ninety percent of the people do not see video games as a art form. And about the same number will uh will say the same thing about comics. It's not an art form in any way, shape, or form. They'll say it's not an art form. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is a can be considered a form of art. Uh granted. Cell shading is not the best thing, but Gearbox made it work with Borderlands. Look at what Alex Ross has done with while well, his styles, it doesn't matter. You have a lot of great artists in the comic book industry. Right. You have a lot of great artists that uh put out awesome, beautiful uh video games, uh, whether it be Gears of War, Borderlands, Halo, whatever. But People don't want to see it. It's still, oh, it's Hello, a, Kitty Island Adventure. Is. <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, they point to hell, a lot of folks think uh, anima- animation as a whole is a lesser art form, yet, because strictly, well, mainly kids watch it. Well,
2: the they biggest cartoons out these days. Yeah. I love that argument. It's not
0: drawn It's anything. Like, it's like if cartoons are mainly for kids, why are the biggest population watching Spongebob and Fairly Odd Parents right now still
2: freaking adults? Now, whatever, Naruto like one of the number one rated shows currently yeah. on Netflix which is based like, on an anime that has uh, over 900 episodes? Num- Naruto is,
0: one going. is still number one. Dragon Ball Z, one piece is still popular with the uh, anime community. Uh, even on the state side, state side South Park is still uh, big with uh, people. Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, Futurama, Simpsons, Family Guy. Yeah, a lot of these shows get hate, but they're watched by mostly adults. And you're saying it's not an odd form? People still love classic animated Disney. And there's a reason why a lot of those And production sales go for not just a couple hundred dollars, a couple of
2: thousands of dollars. I'm not talking a thousand. I'm talking about 10,000. Clearly, people value the animation because how often, anytime they do a live action remake, do you hear bitching? The animated one was better. It's like, really? It's a kids movie. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. But end of the day, I mean, it's it's nice to finally see, I don't know what impact it's going to have because a lot of these people are non-union, but, you know, because of this, it might light some fires and kick some tires, so to speak, to get people to become part of a union. Because I know a lot of us grew up in a generation where people were told, oh, unions are bad, unions are evil. 90% of the people who told us that were the ones that owned the company and there was reasons for that. Um, unions are the people who make sure you get a break every so many hours worked and get a lunch. Um, unions are the reason why you you get weekends off if you work at a job that has weekends off. Um, a lot of people don't realize that unions fight for appropriate contracts. Yeah, it sucks when stuff goes on strike, but clearly there's a reason why they're going on strike because it doesn't happen all the time. Um, but yeah, um, so if there's a union at work, your workplace, you may want to sign up. You know, yes, it's, it's upsetting because whatever your entertainment choice may be might get delayed or hold up because, hey, this particular group of artists are striking or, you know, on a picket line. Suck it up, Buttercup, because if all of a sudden your boss said, oh, well, you've got to work 20 extra hours each week now um, without any additional pay, you'd be on strike, too. So, things to consider, um it's great to see that the writer and the directors guild and everything else is kind of cleared up for Hollywood, yeah. but now we've got the video games to face. Um so next not not
0: just that. One of the things that uh that's been coming my way in regards to the uh writers guild strike and the SAG strike uh, is the fact that it with everything that came out during these two strikes uh from the CEO saying, "Wow, oh, we'll just let them strike and they'll just come back begging for you know their jobs back and they'll just take whatever we can give we'll give them and it'll be crumbs. It triggered a lot of other uh because right now you're seeing a bunch of other places go on strike with their that have unions like uh the United Auto Workers going on strike because things are going up right now. And what's come out for, at least from what I've heard, the CEOs and the CFOs and the vice presidents and the presidents have been getting 40, 50% pay increases and they haven't been getting, the, the employees have been getting reduced hours or cuts in pay or reduced pay. And so they're like, you know what? we're going on strike and so it, it, it's it been the catalyst and it's going to probably happen to a lot of places and you're going to probably see a lot more of it and yes it's going to have a ripple effect um hopefully it's a positive ripple uh in regards to a lot of things so who knows what's going to happen the only thing is if when a lot of these news updates come out um uh, if we are able to record uh an episode or if they happen later in the week, we will me and Sasha will give you guys an update, or if they happen after I get the files, I'll at least give an update in regards to on the audio side in regards to what's
2: happening. Exactly. And so that's where we're at with that. Since I've brought up the topic of video games, um I'm not sure if you've seen this yet or not, Chris, um, but recently Mortal Kombat 1 came out across many different platforms, one of which, of course, is on the Switch. And oh, man, are there some temper tantrums over the Switch because everybody's like, "Well, well, the graphics are nowhere near PS5 and Xbox One level. And it's like, yeah, it's on the Switch. It would be the the same if they ported Mortal Kombat 1 to the Wii U. You're not going to get the same level of graphics with that system as you would on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, you know, Xbox One X, what have you, Um, because simply put, the switch isn't built to have enough ass in it to carry that kind of graphics. It never was. I I could
0: be wrong. I could be wrong for those either listening or watching this, this episode. uh, I think the last time I heard the switch, I, it could have been an older generation of the switch. The switch is pretty much running on what would be PS three gear. Yes. Uh or, regards to architecture and what it is and uh i could be wrong so feel free to correct me in the comments down below uh but right now we if it's if that is true you have it the switch itself even though it's current gen it's current generation nintendo gear it's not content uh current generation pc or cons uh Xbox or PC gear so you're not going to have the same quality granted if you play Xbox uh, uh, Mortal Kombat 1 on a PS4 or an uh first I'll say a first gen Xbox one uh, the ones that have been nicknamed the VCRs uh
2: you you might have a tough time uh, but... Uh, it's not going to look as bad as it does on the Switch. Right. Right. And and that's where the whole hullabaloo is. And a big thing is, and I, I kind of see it where the aspect of, yeah, but it's still 70 bucks on the Switch and 70 bucks on all the other systems. Exactly. But keep in mind what the Switch provides you. It is a system that you can plug in at home, play with slightly upgraded graphics via the home dock, Or you can disdock dock it with slightly lower graphics for travel and transport. Um, Most people I see playing them rarely are playing them at home. It's a to-go system, you know. Um, Granted, there are a few that play it at home. They have controllers and things like that. But I'm going to be honest with you, I've seen Al put it in his briefcase Or take it whenever we go on the road somewhere so we've got something to play with while we're out, while we're waiting for like a movie or a show to start. Um, It's the benefit of the fact that you've got this device that you can take with you and play your games at home with better quality graphics or on the go with lesser quality graphics. It's never going to have that kind of ass in that you're looking for um hell like just recently they allowed you to be able to put a terabyte of memory on it with the memory card because everything's stored on a memory card shit most the current gen systems and even last gen systems you could get at least five or six terabytes on it and now it's a big deal because the switch can hold a terabyte so that, that should give you an idea of what kind of processing power you're getting with the switch And yeah, 70 bucks for a game that's running at lesser quality graphics, but you're still getting all of the gameplay, the story, everything else. You're just not getting that graphic fidelity. That's what you paid for when you got a Switch. You basically paid less than, I want to say, what, run like 300 bucks now, probably under for different models. You pay 300 bucks, whereas if you go out to get a PlayStation 5, or you go out to get you know the Xbox Series X you're going to pay 5 or 600 bucks
0: you know right or uh even if uh, either way like with the as you were saying with the PS5s I'm sure you could sw- switch out the hard drive for something bigger uh with at least with the Series S and I think you could do it on the Series X is they they have a a module you could buy that I think right now, it, I don't know if they have a, a two terabyte model, but they have at least a terabyte model uh, that you could just easily slide. There's a little port on the back of your, uh, of the series S. I think that series X has one as well. They could just slide that port in and you have a, a terabyte extra hard drive. So if you have a terabyte in the system, you now have 2 terabytes right or if you they have a 2 terabyte card you can just easily slide it in and you have 3 terabytes on the series x and you have depending at least for right now you could have at minimum with that card a terabyte and a half on your series s or or higher so there's that yeah. and so in essence the switch on that aspect is a step behind Because there's, I don't think there's no real internal memory on the switch, is there?
2: No, no, you have to have a memory card for it, right? Or you have to buy the game card as instead of downloading a game, you got to buy the game card, and if you're lucky, it has built-in saves, right? But that's the thing. That's the issue. That's where a lot of folks,
0: but again, a lot you have. No, there's there's always that infighting between uh, the separate fans of each of the consoles and the PCs and And so forth and so on. I'm just
2: old school, but here's how I see it. Like, early-gen Nintendo stuff. I'm talking about NES, Super Nintendo. You know, you rarely, if ever, got a horror game. Very rare, you know. And even if it was, it was an action platformer with... A Halloween motif like Castlevania it really wasn't a horror game there was no jump scares and it wasn't until like N64 dropped it I want to say it was like the first and only horror game on the N64 they got a port of Resident Evil 2 and it wasn't even exactly the best port of the game that you could get because you had to have the jumper pack to make the N64 run a game which ran perfectly on you know the PlayStation, which, again, was like only two $300 at the time. Um, but here you were playing it on the N64 on a cartridge. Yes, load times were faster because I owned the thing. But when it came to horror games, that was the only horror game on the N64. They were going to port Zero to the N64. In fact, Resident Evil Zero was going to be an N64 exclusive. But they went ahead and just completed it for the GameCube because the N64 was on the way out and the GameCube was that. But at the end of the day, like, horror gaming on Nintendo or anything with any graphical ass end, with anything spooky, violent, or bloody, really didn't hit the Nintendo without there being some sort of edit to the game where the blood and everything else was taken out Yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like with
0: a. like Yeah, I was about to say, the original Mortal Kombat, the, the blood was taken out, and it was sweat.
2: You had to put in a button code to unlock the Right. But right. the thing of it is, is is that we didn't really start as anybody who played Nintendo, and I started out as a Nintendo head. Now I'm totally PlayStation all the way. Um, but you really didn't start to get horror on Nintendo or anything graphic and odd until GameCube. You had one cartridge on the N sixty four, I don't really call that comprehensive. Nintendo even had a launch title, um Something Darkness. I can't remember what's called. I have a cop Eternal Darkness, which was very um HP Lovecraft inspired. And it was like first party Nintendo um horror game, which again, abnormal, uh, but it was a decent horror title. Uh there were several horror titles on the um GameCube. Um, then of course, the Wii and the Wii U came out and there was some more horror titles as it progressed. But even the Wii level era stuff and the GameCube level era stuff was nowhere near the level as all the other systems at that point because Nintendo wasn't about graphics. They were about gameplay. And being open to the casual gamer. I mean, look at the Wii U. I'm like, there's people over 60 buying Wii U just so they could play the base game in the system and, and play bowling. Won't lie, I did bowling on the Wii U or the Wii way often. You know. Yeah, and, and so the they the kind Nintendo of cut has off. been
0: Nintendo has been more so uh the gaming system for the entire family. It's been yes. mostly the Family based that doesn't have to worry about something that uh that may be offensive. It's mostly for everybody's enjoyment. It's the uh PG if not G and PG, if at best PG thirteen type system. Uh like yourself, I started out, I was a diehard Nintendo fan, yep. you know, all the way all day, every day. Um I I was playing my my Super Nintendo uh up until I want to say 98 uh 90 yeah 98 uh and I was at that time I was thinking of getting I think the Nintendo uh GameCube. um and I was considering it considering it and at that time is when the original PlayStation came out and I was like, ah look at this place you know i was like nintendo fanboy all the way oh look at this game using cds like who wants to play a game on a cd you know a uh, console all the way if anything if i'm gonna get a new system it's gonna be an n64 uh but then they started dropping final fantasy 7 and i'm like Wait a minute! Final Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy is coming to PlayStation, Mm -hmm. and I rented a uh, one of the mom a mom and pop video games, not video games, a video rental store had was renting systems and games, and I rented myself PlayStation and Final Fantasy Seven. Granted, the disc was scratched all to holy hell, but I was enjoying myself, and I was like, and eventually picked up a PlayStation, picked up Final Fantasy Seven. Which, thankfully, now I'll probably be able to play all the way through. But the version of Final Fantasy 7 I got somehow kept corrupting the the game saves. I mean, I get about halfway through the game and the save was somehow corrupt. Yeah. I couldn't play any fast, any point. It's not like that today, oh, this is what's wrong with the game. Let's release a, an update for it. But I did enjoy myself playing that game. Plus, you had games like Final Fantasy 7... Not 7, Uh, Parasite Eve, you had a, a butt-ton of other games like Twisted Metal, Legend of the Dragoon. You had the original Call of Duty runs uh, and or the Medal of Honor runs that were on these systems. So I went from there to the PS2. Um And during this time, I was like, well, it, it was like uh, 2006. I was like, okay, it's about time I should update I'm dating the she bitch <laughs> uh, or at least at that time I was getting into the, you know, in 2007 uh, I was dating the she bitch and I was like, I need something that's more granted. I had the first Xbox uh, OG Xbox. I was like, I need something that's more multiplayer. I need an upgrade. I like what, you know, I became, I was becoming a fan of halo and so forth and so on. And, I that's when I when the 360 came out, I waited a little bit and I got myself a 360 and a lot of the multiplayer stuff. Granted, I yes, I do have a PS4 sitting in my house. Um Sasha knows I have a PS4 sitting in my house. How does she know without actually being inside my house? I occasionally pop my on my what? You'll
2: occasionally pop on there.
0: Yeah, I'll occasionally pop on the PlayStation Network. And uh, even though right now uh, I don't have a PlayStation Plus account, uh, I do occasionally pop on or uh, when I do, when I did have one, uh, me and Sasha did play online on various uh, games that we were running at that time. So we've had, uh, by the way, uh, side note, side little news. PlayStation uh network or Sony was hacked yep, again young. um please don't folks at home because the story is still developing uh a lot of folks are it's just a rumor and a news story we there is no word from Sony right now saying yes or no uh the investigation is currently ongoing. Uh, right. A lot of hacking groups are, are taking claim to or taking credit for the hack and no real evidence has been presented to the public showing that this was a valid hack. It's just like, uh, if anything, it's surf- surface level. It's like, yeah, we have the system and it's the files that they show. It could be just a simple uh, page saying uh, the CEO's sort sur- the CEO's handle uh name their email and their twitter handle which you can get off their website yeah so it, it until we get something substantial uh it's it's a new story and by the time the audio episode comes out if there's any new news on that uh again like with the writers guild stuff i'll include it in the update portion of the audio program
2: right on yeah let's see we've got we talked writer's strike we went into switch we went into ps4 hack um you know it's been pretty quiet uh i think the only thing i've seen pretty interesting lately is that of course all kinds of stuff is coming out for ghostbusters so i'm ecstatic now that the strike's over i'm kind of hopeful That I'll get a December release instead of next year, spring, summer release for Firehouse. I don't think that's going to happen, but the film is complete and it's shot. And I'm ecstatic. Um, Big rumor going on right now with um, the new Ghostbusters is because there's a lot of stuff that has been appearing online that came from when they were making the movie. Like, you know, how they'll give like crew... And other staff, like stuff, like memorabilia from the movie, like be it like T-shirts, logos. Well, one thing that was given out was because they made a ton of slime for this movie, apparently. And some of that slime is suspiciously labeled as official Slimer slime. And so, of course, the big news piece right now is Slimer going to be present in of course firehouse now a lot of people were like well you know slimer wasn't in afterlife and i always tell people hey you got to take in perspective that most of afterlife's events happen in oklahoma slimer was not of that region you're gonna have ghosts of that region you know like the weird minor ghost that shows up um, and other ghost types like muncher and things of that nature Um, So it would make sense why Slimer isn't present during the events of afterlife. But since they're going back.
0: though, I will say this, the, the minor bit, uh, I say the minor uh, pun possibly intended. uh, Seeing the minor showing up in the diner in afterlife was obviously a dead on nod. I'm sure you could agree for the the, cab driver, uh, not the cab driver. So because it's a, Again, as to Sasha was saying, it's a region thing. In this little Oklahoma town, it, there was a mine. Of course, you're going to have a, a miner show up in a diner. In New York City, what are you going to have? Uh, where are you going to have this like dead guy or dead, uh, a rotting spirit show up in a cab?
2: So, war it just makes sense in Oklahoma because yeah, the, it, the, it the makes whole sense. plot line is the Spingler family goes back to New York City. Um, Winston and, of course, Stance are training a new generation of Ghostbusters because the hauntings are back. Um, there is suspiciously a new cult that has popped up in New York City that, once again, a bunch of ghosts are worshippers. So something new is afoot, and obviously they're returning to the firehouse because the big focus is, hey, we're going back to the firehouse and you know let's just be frank you know if if, if something's going to show up at the firehouse why not slimer why not you know we got it in- maybe that's what the the little nod
0: of the uh containment unit you know switching from like green to red or turning on was slimer you know getting out or... or
2: you know slimer could still be working for the new york city metro system driving buses like he did at the end of ghostbusters too. he was never caught and contained oh. <laughs> he could still be working the bus system you don't know that i it, could almost believe they just gave him a badge and a job and they just let or him he's, that
0: he's at the who better to granted they in afterlife, they said yeah, it was a coffee house. Ha- it was a coffee house, or the- so forth and so on. What if he's still hanging out at the firehouse like he did? In and the, that's um, why
2: real Ghostbusters,
0: right? Because why not? And that's the main reason why uh, Winston bought the firehouse because he knows what's in there. He has to keep an eye on it. He's one of the few people that is able to understand. I won't say he's able to understand it, but he's a- he kind of he understands in regards to hey i work for the ghostbusters i know what's there it has to be kept an eye on i'm still friends with uh stance everybody yeah and with stance and somebody who's at least able to work on it and knows the process behind the containment thing somebody's got to keep an eye on it and who better than to you know, try to keep people away from the firehouse, but say it's haunted. And since Slimer is kind of a friendly, I won't say he's a Casper, but he's somewhat friendly to the Ghostbusters. Hey, Slimer, we need you to keep people out of the firehouse. Why not be do your thing and just rawr, you know? And what's interesting type, is, type is that it.
2: one of the primary artists that has worked on the new movie they they got released that he had made a couple maquettes of Slimer and it's based more on the first Ghostbusters film so he's got the big old butt cheeks um so a lot of people were of well maybe this was actually made for the movie and just wasn't a fan project because this is somebody who's officially part of the film why wouldn't he make a model Slimer um so again a lot of people have have speculations personally I, I would love to see slimer roll up in a bus for new york city mta driving i would crack up laughing oh yeah he's been doing this for the last 30 years shows up on time real friendly nobody gives him shit <laughs> best employee
0: <laughs> i I not I, I, what i love to see is like welcome to the firehouse or let's say Slimer's not in there um Winston just showing up it's like, listen, I have a special buddy for you guys that to help you get used to something like you saw in the game. You know, you know, you need to yeah, you guys fought ghosts before. Yes, you busted ghosts before, but we you need somebody on hand that is here so you're more used to and less afraid of ghosts. But and him Winston pulling out a trap and go, even though he's going to unopen the trap kind of knock on the trap and go hey Slimer and just oh that's when it pops out you know kind of a little song dance like a Slimer it opens
2: out it's not really an active it's just a model so to speak Yep, I I I would I would I would love something you know I I'm just curious to see what they did because Afterlife in my opinion was exceptionally well um they got a different director this go-round but um Ivan Reitman's kid still is Jason. Jason Reitman's still heavily involved with this sequel, so it it should be interesting. And I always feel it's better to get a d- different director in each film, but kind of keep certain people around as consultants and producers, so you can kind of maintain a certain story feel. And I almost guarantee, I mean, he he grew up watching the movies get made, and he's familiar with the cartoons and everything else if slimer's in it he probably pushed to make that happen and why else are there little vowels now popping up one line of from behind the scenes that were given the staff that says official slimer ectoplasm i mean it's it's a little too on the nose um but I, i'm curious
0: um i love yeah, it um, how- gr- Granted. It- I'll say this. Granted, Afterlife had a uh, a lot of member berries in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll say this. Overall, it is the Ghostbusters movie we needed. It was the ha- handoff we needed. The, you needed the member berries, but you needed a proper handoff. And a lot of people could say, yes, it's a, almost a uh, similar to the uh, Star Wars movie that came out. A few years ago not rise it was the uh, the force it's of Awakening. that
2: ends in a hug that nobody gets mm-hmm. killed in the hug in okay mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> the hugging's already dead <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh whereas like in force awakens it was almost a point for point of the original movie uh yeah you could say afterlife was the same way but uh it was a better handoff Mm -hmm. and it was what again a lot of folks wanted it because you had the cameos it it was in my eyes i granted it's there uh the 2016 movie was trash right i'll say writing wise was trash and how and how they handled it was trash and if you look at a lot of behind the history behind behind it, the reason why it was trash because the CEO, the people behind the movie, didn't have respect for uh what came before. What what came before they pushed out Ivan and they wanted to do their own thing, and yeah, that's why it got so hate. And a lot of people say, Oh, it got so hate because it had a female cast. There were more issues in my eyes, with the writings,
2: how they handled shit, then Evie was a 12-year-old girl in Afterlife, and nobody that's of the community hated it. Yes, there are a few outliers that hated it, but not as many.
0: Right. I I didn't hate it, uh, and I'll point out the fact like, yeah, the lead in this was a, as you said, a a 12-year-old girl. Uh, If anything, a 12-year-old autistic girl. Yep. uh some people might might say but her aspect is that everybody in that scene in that movie was almost a perfect fit for who was the original movie in a way uh yep. whereas uh the girl uh was almost it, though she's a spengler she was egon yep the von was
2: was your Peter
0: yeah, uh, the son was Peter, um, podcast was Ray, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the person that was, uh, that the brother was interested in, the the other female of the group was either Sconey Weaver's, I want to say combination of Sconey Weaver's character and Winston, in a way.
2: Yep. I don't know where Paul Rudd fits in, but it's Paul Rudd. It yeah, through. it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> uh, I think Paul Rudd would have uh was the equivalent of
0: uh uh Moranis character a little bit. He would that he would might have been that
2: plug-in. You need a like a Rick Moranis <laughs> in it, and he might have been that Rick Moranis. You no, know, when it comes to cameos, now that he's back to acting, he better he better show up in Firehouse in some way, shape. Uh, or
0: Come on, uh, come on, Rick. We want you to show up for this as a cameo.
2: Please show up. Yes, because uh, not seeing him in afterlife was kind of sad. I was kind of, was kind of hoping maybe that that was kind of like Janine's pity marriage. <laughs> That's who she though she's still pining for Egon. <laughs> oh, that was at least awkward. have him
0: show up briefly. Say, I, I was a friend of your or. At least have like an after credit scene working the helping out. Winston. Your grandfather <laughs> took a
2: piece of my brain.
0: <laughs> you did. I was a I was turned into
2: a dog once, and your father helped me out. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, I, I I'm curious. Oh, and- oh,
0: even better, even better if Paul Rudd is in this movie briefly. Yes, he's already been. I, 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 I would have loved to see that interaction if Rick Marin is like, yeah, I was turned into a dog once, and just. Uh, In fact, he has... Rod just said, like, you too? Or uh, Rod saying, uh, Paul going, I was turned into a dog for a little while. And Rick Moranis going, you too?
2: (laughs) He is confirmed as one of the new team. So. Like the official team that's going to be officially wearing jumpsuits and doing the quote-unquote work. Um, I'm curious. I'm I'm glad the strike is over. I'm kind of hoping... That since the film is already 100% done, because they've already, um, I don't know if you saw a while back, but they showed like an extended cut of the original Ghostbusters up in New York City. And Jason Reitman showed up. What? I think
0: I said, I think I heard something about that. But but... uh,
2: Jason Reitman had showed up and was like, hey, for those of you guys who came tonight, we want you guys to come back. It was either the next day or the following day or the day thereafter. And we're going to show you a, basically what we would call production cut. Like where it's essentially done, aside from some inserts and maybe some other edits that might happen, to that audience. Like a
0: test screening.
2: Yeah. Like a test screening. But even better than a test screening, like a production cut. Not as bad as the production cut for Alien 3, but it's something to look off of. And I've been waiting to see if anybody's talked about it online yet. Because yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Because people who paid for those tickets weren't expecting that. They weren't expecting, you know, Jason Reitman to show up and go, hey, yeah, um you're gonna see the new movie, you know, tomorrow or the day after. Unless they had everybody sign an NDA in regards to it. You know, that that would make you kind of suspicious. <laughs> you're like, wait, 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 wait. I gotta sign an NDA for this. <laughs> but I I think A Work print, that's the word I was looking for A work print And, you know, basically Reitman explained, yeah, there's going to be definitely Some of the special effects already implemented There's some stuff that's not done yet So it's not perfect So you're going to have to use your imagination a little bit But um, I'm curious, because That's been, I want to say a month now And I haven't heard too many peeps online As to what Or who actually saw it there, there must be an NDA or something at play, um, but um, I know it's pretty much done. They just got to slap it together, and I think they could get it running by December. I wanted this for my damn birthday movie. Make it happen, Sony.
0: <laughs> but for the for the most part, I I can't wait to see what the uh, trailers is, and uh, as I stated on on the show before, probably. The rumor um, has that probably we're
2: supposed to get a special surprise from Sony this month. So we the, might actually get... Quote, unquote, a, supposedly. We might get a trailer on Halloween from what a lot of the buzz is going around. We might get... And they're not talking teaser like they did with Afterlife, where you get to see the Ecto-1 under a blanket. No, trailer and to me it's like okay we're getting kind of aggressive here we're already dropping a trailer because as you may know um they already have all of the now granted it's like it prototypes but they already have announced exactly what all of the movie theater premiums are going to be like it's going to be a, a ghost trap this time around for the popcorn holder they announced what all the go, uh, the cups are going to be and the toppers and everything else. So they already have those promotions planned out. Teaser posters have been up for the film since summer and none of them have dates. They all just read coming soon. And so them just to suddenly drop a trailer, mind you, supposedly here within the month. That to me says, yeah, we're done. We just we just want to go ahead and get it over with. So I don't know. Hopefully, knock on wood. I don't want to wait until spring and summer of next year. Don't don't kill me like that. <laughs> uh, good chance because the the strike and everything that
0: is happened and happening. Um, they if it didn't, it probably would have been out in October. If not, uh, no, it was early December initially before the strike. Hit. Uh, December if not early next year, but with the you gotta figure a lot of stuff has been pushed back uh Avatar 3 was supposed to drop at the end of this year it's been pushed oh. back to 2025. uh I'm just saying it, that's what happened with that but it's Disney but um uh, I I I I want to see it probably one of the few films that I I go see in the theater uh nothing has been big that I want to see in theater as of late. I want to uh, see Saul. At least on my.
2: I want to see Saul X. When's that? That's already dropped as. When's of that this coming? Weekend. That I'm dropped this me. week, depending on. Them. And it's a pre-set uh, between. I want to say it's set before the first Saul. Or between the first Saul and the second one. Um. So that'll be an interesting watch. Um. Uh, and I, of course, want to because Willow's into the whole Five Nights of Freddy's um so we're definitely gonna go see five five nights at freddy's toward the end of this month i don't say that drops off um weekend of the 28th so it's one of the rare few things that on the 28th bright and early in the morning i'm gonna get get them and be like hey we're gonna go see five nights at freddy's for a matinee let's go
0: (laughs) now what i'll try to do is uh either on the uh 30th or the 31st, go see a matinee on for see if I could get some funds together and go see it. Uh, wander up that Monday or Tuesday.
2: FNAF is an interesting and... game series. If you haven't played with it at all, like you can get the original stuff on like I want to say PS4 and Xbox right now. Um, you may want to try that. The new game is interesting. It's called I want to say it's Security Breach. That's all right. The VR game, I don't know much. Well, the VR game is called Help Wanted. Uh, I don't know too much about that one. But the uh, first four five nights, mobile games are now available on most systems, and then Security Breach you can get on all systems as well. Uh, I don't. Security Breach is a very different game, but since you'd be entry level, it would be interesting for you to check out security breach cuz it's more of a traditional gameplay than what the other games would be.
0: Yeah, uh 5 nights at firdays the original is on the uh Xbox Live store. Uh it's at currently
2: at 8 bucks. Now, does that include all four games or is it just the first one?
0: Uh, I backed out of it. <laughs> uh they have a uh the Five Nights at Freddy's original series, which is uh, the first game, second, third, and fourth. Yep. And it is
2: thirty-one
0: dollars, thirty-one. Like, let's say thirty-two plus tax.
2: No, well, that's that's a deal for four of them because that's like if it's thirty-two bucks, that's cheaper than paying eight dollars a game. Right. And Security Breach on Xbox is... It's probably sitting at 60 or 55 or at least 30 It may have dropped in price. It's $40. Okay, I was close. So
0: a good chance it's roughly the same price on uh, the PlayStation Network.
2: You can probably buy a physical copy for a hell of a lot cheaper than what you can get on the system. Which I think is funny because that's something we didn't touch on. Like, when it comes to physical games and, like, physical media, like, granted, yes, Voodoo does sales on movies, which is great. But a lot of places, usually, like, the entry point is anywhere from 15 to 20 bucks for a movie. But as you may or may not know, like, when you're dealing with movies or video games, like, if you're a physical retail seller and that thing ain't selling for the retail price, you're going to get a sale. It's going to drop to, like, you know... 20 bucks, five bucks if it's a game. You know, you can pick up some games that are physical copies for dirt cheap. Um, and if you're like me and you just have your own storage cases and you don't keep the actual other case and just kind of keep them in whatever binders you keep them in, um you can actually store a hell of a lot of games in a small space. Um, and that's what I do. Cause I want to say when I picked up the Five Nights at Freddy's collection. I want to say Amazon had a sale on it. And it was super cheap for the physical copy versus what Target had and Target price matches. And I think at the time they were doing a price match plus 10%, so they were automatically cheaper by default. And I want to say I didn't spend more than 10 bucks on that for the all four. Uh, games.
0: Uh, granted your place is way bigger, probably way bigger than mine, so that's why Though, as we stated on the show, where me and Sasha are both advocates for physical media and having that limited but, space, uh, there it if you have limited space, yeah, voodoo is an option, but you're going to have a chance that a company, whether it be Warner Brothers, Sony, uh, Disney, want to be utter and complete assholes and take your take that shit off the listed network, as you like the call Delisted. it, listed, um granted uh like with the uh there was a puzzle game for uh Friday the 13th uh puzzle game uh it, for what it was it was pretty decent uh it's due to various reasons it's delisted but it's delisted but it's not delisted meaning if you purchased the game you're still able to download the game and play it but you cannot you are no longer able to buy the game due to, I think, rights issues or whatever it was. Um, right now, on from what I've seen on the uh, PlayStation Network, a lot of folks are pissed off. This is where physical media comes in. Uh, a lot of folks are saying that they bought games uh, digitally, whether they don't have, whereas uh, they uninstalled and they, can't reinstall it. They, it's not that; it's the fact that. For whatever reason, they can't get a physical copy, mm-hmm. or meaning they're probably uh, either they, like me, don't have the room for a physical copy, or the fact that um, there are places in the United States that going to GameStop or, you know, uh, going to Walmart, uh, Target, or someplace like that, it's a two, three, or four hour drive away for them. Yep. And doing so and even uh, getting it the game through Amazon or something like that is still a hassle. They might, if they want to play it day one or they have the money now, it's easier for them to get it through uh, either Epic games, PlayStation network or Xbox live. But what's happening on PlayStation network is they paid for, they would pay for something like God. I'm just using it as an example, God of war. And within, let's say, a year down the road, two to years down the road, there's a God of War Ultimate Edition with DLC or additional uh, uh, content, whether it be skins, weapons, or whatever. They delisted, I won't say delisted, but when people are going into their library to re download that game, they're told, oh, Give us $5. Give us $10. Give us $30. And they're like, wait a minute. I paid for this game. I can understand if it was delisted and I cannot rebuy it, but I paid for this game. I have achievements for this game that I unlocked. I have uh, stuff that I have locked. I put time in this game. Exactly. And they took that game away from them and telling them, hey, rebuy this game uh now one of the tiktok videos i saw in regards to this um that's saying hey they took my games away i invested all this time and when you see the person's screen a lot of the games he's pointing out is look at this game i have achievements to take it away i have to pay for it they're playstation plus freebies yep meaning uh and, and I'm like, well, you're pointing out, like, if you get, because I know for a fact, uh, uh, I'll use it like this. I know Call of Duty World War II was a uh, PlayStation Network free game. I mean, yeah, for that month, it was a free to download. I downloaded it because it was free on PlayStation. And I knew one or two people that might play that game on PlayStation, my PS4. I figured, hey, it's saving me $60 because I don't have to rebuy it again because I bought it for my Xbox. Right. I can't play that game. I could download it, but I can't play it because it's a PlayStation Plus locked game. I can only play that game if I'm a PlayStation Plus member or if it's a free PlayStation Network day, weekend. Outside of that, I can't play that game. Now, if that person on TikTok saying, hey, I have to rebuy these games. uh, No, you just have because it has that little plus on it now. You just have to re-up your subscription.
2: Right. Uh, But without proper context, it's hard to
0: make that claim.
2: Now, the thing of it is, and I know this like firsthand, like the freebies you're going to lose no matter what, once your subscription laps. Um, But like stuff I have bought, like. Granted, yes, I had the benefit of the PlayStation Plus discount on certain items. Like, they'd have games that were on sale, and it would say, okay, well, here's the regular sale price, and since you're part of PlayStation Plus, we're going to take this much else off additional. Um, I've bought games like that, and now that I've left my PS Plus laps, I still actually have access to those games, which is nice. But, like, your freebies, you're right, they do go away. Now, the funny thing of it is, is once you renew and re-up your PS Plus, you'll get all of that back in your library. Um, it's just, they disable it as long as your PlayStation Plus account's not active. Um, and which is unfortunate, because you've technically got to be logged into the internet um, in order for you to be running that game. Um, but, there are ways around that, unfortunately. <laughs> but you can kind of cheese the system... And if you were logged in previously and running the game and you haven't been back on the internet since, you should be able to load that game no problem. Should
0: I'm sure I, I know it, it. Let me look at a uh, game that's not primarily a web, uh, a multi, uh, I say a game that has online play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure, all right, there's a game that I, I have like a hundred and Two games that were games with gold, meaning if you were either a Game Pass member or a Games with Gold member for Xbox, you, you got like depending on what year you got those games, you got anywhere from two to four games a month if you so wanted for free. And right. one of the games I have is Costume Quest, the, the sequel, Costume Quest 2. Granted, if I'm offline, if I have that game downloaded, I'm able to play it because according to my system, I'm still a Game Pass subscriber. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as soon as I say, hey, I don't want to be a Game Pass subscriber no more because Games with Gold is no longer a thing, I have access to that game, but I do not have the capability or the authorization to play it. But as soon as I become a Game Pass subscriber again, like Sa- Sasha with PlayStation Network, we I'm a- able to play that game all I want, all day, every day. Yep. the same thing with any Game Pass game that I choose to download. Those are, in essence, free games that I have access to every month. If I want to play Arcade Paradise every single day, I'm able to do that. But if I want to play, be able to play that game outside of Game Pass, and not be a Game Pass subscriber while I'm playing it, I have to actually purchase that game. Some cases, like with PlayStation Network, a reduced cost. Or just wait for it to come on sale.
2: Indeed, but... Anyways, unless there's any other topics you want to address tonight...
0: Hmm. Uh, Let me just say, uh, before we go, uh, I did watch uh, Prey. We might want to talk about that... uh, next week if you so want next week um uh uh i i thought it was interesting uh there's a lot to unpack and talk about we'll talk about that next week i did watch uh because of sasha's homework last week uh and her telling me that uh it was on hulu um i will say this uh I did it did allow me to get caught up with Prey. I'll give Sasha that and finally see that. And it allowed me to get caught up with uh the new season of Futurama. Um I did enjoy it's Futurama being Futurama. Uh they did change because of the whole I would not say the outrage, but uh the thing in uh uh animation nowadays is that if you have if you, If there's a character of ethnicity in that show, you need somebody who is of that ethnic background to voice that character. Uh, Billy West uh, voiced Amy's father for the bulk of the original series. They had somebody come in to replace that voice. Um, it's just, a, I'm not knocking the actor in any way, shape or form. That actor did a fine job in doing it, just that it sounds different. It's
2: just like the new Rick and just,
0: voice. It, Yeah, I haven't heard the new voices yet, so I'm sure there's a the trailer. It dropped,
2: it's bad. So, uh, and he's been cleared uh, of the charges.
0: Yeah, uh, how many times have we heard that because of uh, outrage and all that fun
2: jazz? It's been done for so many times before. Yes, but once you've been cleared of the charges, you can't go back and charge again. So I right. say, Cartoon For Network, the, suck it up, get our boy back, and be done.
0: And not to mention, he's had a lot of uh, allegations in that com- both uh, the video game company he was a part of, and the the studio in regards to Rick and Morty that he is a part of. Not uh, not criminal charges, but he had uh, drama in working conditions that he's not the best person to work with.
2: Are are we so, sure that it's quote unquote allegations? Considering I. I d- their actual background and having came out recently because i think there might be some other allegations on the table and they're just staying mum about it currently because i think they might yeah. flip the script on them and go uh no you guys have forever been trying to get me out of this because this is my sexuality
0: so we'll, we'll have to uh see when everything drops but um uh... Overall, it was Futurama being Futurama. Um apparently in one episode they deal with uh I if I get a chance or I want to, I'll probably give it a rewatch or I'll find out more. I don't know if it was in the new season of Disenchantment, but or but I heard it was supposed to be in the Futurama season. I didn't see it because it said, well, it ties uh this particular episode ties the Futura- current season of futurama with uh, disenchantment. Well, we already know they're linked, but yeah. uh, it, there was supposed to be like a crossover episode or something, and I didn't see it in Trump Futurom- the current season, but uh, it was might have been in the disenchant last season of Disenchantment. Uh, but since I don't have Netflix, I'm not too worried about it. Um, but overall, I think they with This was just a, I wouldn't say it's a money grab or anything like that. It was just a way of, let's see if uh, an update works. But the ending that they had in in the final, I'll say season 10 of Futurama was a perfect ending. This was, if people want to call it a cop-out, it was a cop-out. I have been enjoying uh, Ahsoka. Uh, Rosario Dawson is doing a decent job with that. A lot of folks are having their gripes.
2: They all. Do I will say Star this because uh, <laughs> they all um, bitch at Star Wars.
0: It the the main thing is, um, I can understand there are a lot of things you can do in a cartoon that you cannot do in live action. Exactly, and that's the issue. And one of the things that they seem. Granted, to kind of fully understand Ahsoka, you have to watch a bunch of other shit to fully understand it. But you could watch it enough to kind of grasp it. Um, well, that's
2: why they've never put Drizzt in a D and D movie. Can you imagine all the backlog research you'd have to do to understand Drizzt fully?
0: <laughs> but uh, one of the things that they seemingly recon and come out that uh out was they showed a younger Ahsoka from like the Clone Wars and so forth and so on that she's in the in the cartoon Clone Wars. Um, Ahsoka is like wearing a kind of a something bearing her midriff. It's more like a, a tube top uh and in regards to that. And a lot of people coming out, Oh, this was George Lucas's idea. They wanted her to be more, um, Though she the, in the cartoon, she was supposed to be like equivalent of 16, 17 years old or something yeah. like, in and around there. Um, I'll say on the young end, maybe about 14, at the oldest, 17. Uh, George Lucas wanted her to be kind of a um teen sex symbol, so to speak, in a yeah. way, they he wanted her to be in essence sexualized. Uh, that's the the hints I've been hearing about, and thus they kind of retcon that in the one Ahsoka episode, showing a younger Ahsoka. Another thing that a lot of folks that are critiquing about is Thrawn, that how Thrawn it kind of looks like Elon Musk, <laughs> while in the in the well, cartoon- Elon Musk well, is already an alien, so we're well aware of this. But uh, what they're uh, bitching about in regards to Thrawn is that in the artwork he's and the animation stories, he's not just thinner, he's constantly training, constantly training, constantly training. And this thorn is pretty much like, yeah, whatever. Uh kind of this highbrow type of thing. But uh I'm enjoying it so far. I have no idea. But they real also complaint. have to
2: understand that Thrawn was kind of ripped. Through a dimensional portal, and and people don't pay attention to musical cues que- uh, because, like, I followed Rebels. I enjoyed Rebels. I I remember when um the whole thing happened with the space whales and Ezra and Thrawn. Um, they went through a dimensional rift courtesy of the space whales, and that can cause all kinds of fucked up things to happen with people. And if you pay attention to the musical cues, even though they use musical cues for Thrawn's intro from Rebels, it has a bit of a Discord feel to it. Like, something's slightly off. And I hate to say it, but one thing that, um, what's his name, Filoni does a lot with the stuff that he, especially when he introduces certain characters to show it they've changed... If they have a special type of musical cue, he will distort it to kind of go, this is different. Pay attention. And you're going to find out why it's different. Uh, and a lot of folks are
0: theorizing that uh, the troopers, that some of the troopers that he's using are death troopers yes. or zombie troopers. Um, that would be an interesting twist in regards to it. Um but I will say this, even though Loki season two is coming out in about a week or so, uh, I'll watch what i can. But I will say this. When my yearly subscription for Disney Plus comes due, I will not be renewing it, pure and simple. Um not not because I don't like Disney Plus. They have a lot of older nostalgia stuff that I do enjoy. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> they do. But uh, uh, but it, like, they do the not X-Men have. Cartoon. They do not have something wicked this way comes, me and me it has too. forever. But
0: they have a lot. They have a lot of great old, classic stuff on their platform. Just that I do not feel like paying a hundred and fifty freaking dollars a year for it. Not on my income right now. Nope. Not on my income. No. Not. It. No. Not when last year it was eighty dollars. Not now it's a hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. No. Uh. No. No.
2: Uh, and that's what trips not me on Like there's a lot of stuff that they they seem to like casually ignore. Because I want to say Return to Oz is on D plus. Yeah. They don't have they don't have something wicked this way comes and it just boggles the mind i mean like if you want to see pure straight up disney terror fucked up shit to show your kids that'll give them nightmares that still has just barely a pg rating make them watch that because that is a head trip that is classic ray bradbury there's some dark and twisty shit that goes on in that film and story and the fact that Disney made it, it has Disney branding on it. Mwah. You know, we need a little bit of that darkness. I want to say even Disney has on um, the the Black Cauldron now, but they don't have something wicked this way comes.
0: Yeah, it, it's just a lot of lot of stuff uh, that they though they have, they don't have. Um, no, they have the I black wonder... hole. The black hole. Oh. What is was new? What was it? Uh, what wicked, this way comes was the Something title. Wicked, this way
2: comes. Yeah.
0: Oh, come on, Hulu what, launch up because I, I was going to. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, let's go with.
2: I'm like sticking with yes. Hulu. That's like their backup system, you know, for everything they don't want to put on Disney Plus. Though in some countries prey is on Disney Plus.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I hope it loads with the oh, little uh, castle and everything else and prey.
0: <laughs> prey. Uh, something
2: there's a fan oh, edit for yeah. somebody out there. Please make it happen. I'll watch your copy.
0: <laughs> no, it's not on it's not on uh, Hulu.
2: Yeah. But if you get a chance to watch it watch it it, it is it is disturbing
0: but yeah, I, I've seen it in the past
2: yeah and we're talking like old school Disney disturbing now was um uh the movie Baby was that a Disney movie because I can't seem to be able to find that anywhere. Do you remember Baby from the 80s? Oh, yeah. About the uh, Mokilia Mimbe, the brontosaurus in South America? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's anywhere. I would love to watch that again.
0: Yeah, 100. There is Baby, year 2000. Drama, not it. Baby, 2008. Drama, not it. Cry Baby, Baby Driver. Nope. No, not on video.
2: You know that I had trading cards back in the day? It just trips me out. Like stuff that was popular back in the eighties that actually had a big marketing push. Nobody remembers now. I mean we remember because the world farts, but you know. <laughs> We 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 think uh, tra- uh, the Transformers the movie is masterclass animation. So what do we know? <laughs> <laughs> we watch the shit, uh, so sp- you don't have to.
0: <laughs> I spell wicked.
2: W i c k e d. Like Wicked Ale. Come always... on, you work in a bar.
0: I work in a bar doesn't mean I actually serve drinks.
2: Yes, but you're around them, so you should know how to spell Wicked. I mean...
0: yeah, uh, Something...
2: But I don't think I'm streaming anywhere currently. No. And it just kind of makes me wonder... <laughs> if, like, why are you leaving this out, Disney? Is is it just because my sick twisted ass likes it? Are you torturing me? Are we enemies? I'd like to know.
0: Because we can edge to the no, list. It's, it's not uh on video either, so yeah.
2: And I think the DVD and blue I think there was a Blu-ray once upon a time, but even that's out of print.
0: Like, God damn, uh, whoever owns the rights to this shit, motherfucking ass,
2: man. Disney. And so it kind of makes you wonder why they're sitting on it, because, I mean, Return to Oz is pretty friggin' disturbing. Uh, that's
0: the thing, is, it, Disney might own the rights, but if they... You think Ray Bradbury's just... estate
2: might have something to do with it?
0: Right, uh they might have the rights to the movie, but uh, they might have to talk to you like Bradbury's estate or uh, case in point, uh, like with a uh, legend of Billy Jean, uh, the, the, uh, what's her name who did the soundtrack for it, or was in one of those did one of the songs for the soundtrack. She didn't like the movie. So, you know, when you have something like that and it's like, Hey, we want to put this on streaming or on DVD or Blu-ray, and that person doesn't want to, or an estate doesn't want to sign off on anything in regards to it, for to
2: whatever reason. Uh, so you can't that pull a legend and up. just play different music. Uh,
0: who knows if it? Uh, if it's the case of like Ray, Bar- Ray Bradbury's estate, there's nothing you can do you right. need authorization from them uh or especially if it's based on a book you need permission oh, from a
2: book. Uh, either a book or a short story one
0: of the I uh, uh, I'm talking about it's like I'm looking at like things like phantoms or uh uh stuff like that it it's based on animals, uh, like you need the you need yeah, uh, the author's permission. Sometimes it's easy to do because all you have to do. Is sh- but if the studios are only willing to sh- bring in a wheelbarrow full of cash, and yet the uh, the author wants a mining dump truck full of cash, uh, you have that
2: issue. But it's weird. anyway it's weird. Anything else you can think of, or anything else you want to touch on? Uh, uh, that's it for right about now. All right, groovy. Um, so, anyways, you gotta make sure you freebase your dubby. Free base your dubby. <laughs> you know, get or if you that want. Main if, you're, if you want to try it, try it. Here. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm running low on my tub right now, so I might have to pick up a new tub over gotta, the next gotta month get or a dime two. Bag. So, you gotta get a dime bag.
2: Yo, can I get some so. of that dumb dime?
0: <laughs> dumb dime
2: gonna be the street name. I need a Dub Dime, please. Dub <laughs> Dime.
0: West Virginia, it's gonna be in, like, the Journal or someplace. Like, there's this new drug going around called Dub Dime. Nobody seems to know about it. We
2: can <laughs> finding these weird, mysterious packets with, like, neon-colored powder in it that smells fruity. <laughs>
0: Yeah, all it is is me just using their scoop, putting it in a little
2: baggie. (laughs) Divvy it out, single serving. Oh god! Oh, if
0: you if you want more uh, more servings, (laughs) it's gonna cost you. Or you could just go to Dubby. Hey, if I could buy stuff, buy a tub for uh, under thirty bucks and sell it for ten bucks a pop. Hey, I live in Martinsburg. There are two st- a lot of folks around here suffer from Martinsburg moron syndrome. So I'm probably able to pull it off. That's just good marketing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the people with two brain, more than four brain cells to rub together. Yeah, uh, you can just go to this website, and use this code. But for the other, I don't uh,
2: understand the internets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that be the case. For ten bucks, here's a dime pack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't get the internets.
0: So you got to more of that W stuff to I once do. Tried to, got
2: more of that want uh, to try to upload you, a picture. Trying. Get Jillian mm. Anderson. It took it took like a whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then Granny got on the phone, <laughs> and now it got mm. a pixelated. Jillian Anderson, the masturbate too. <laughs> just not the same. <laughs> I don't trust them internets. I buy my porno oh. The the sip and go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I forgot what a, a, it was, a, an advert for something. And there it, it, it were these two guys or got uh, picked up by an Amish person. And they're like, sir, do you get porn, porn? And the guy just, without missing a beat, goes, yeah, we do. We just get images of you." Mom naked in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we get porn. We, just, we get all the images of your mom naked in the mail. She
2: sends them. All she wants quarter <laughs> each. <laughs> she wants a quarter each. <laughs> we mailed him quarters right on in. I
0: could see that one place. crash please stop selling your energy drink to the drug addicts that come in here to hang out on a weekly basis. What? It's not like they're going to overdose. It's all B vitamins and co- coffee derivative. They
2: haven't all they're going to be. Is... <laughs> they haven't I've died already died made yet. 300 bucks in the last two days. <laughs> you want to cut? 25 <laughs> Just because. <laughs> Just because I
0: have Seek next... Standing next to me outside, going "Neutsch, Neutsch, Neutsch, mother, motherfucker," <laughs> doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean it. Just because I'm hanging outside in an overcoat and I have Zeke saying to some of the people walk by, "Hey, do you, have you ever had your asshole licked by a man in an overcoat?" does not mean shit.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that coffee shop's gonna love you. But anyway, we, we we talked about W. You you, you want to plug the link and your special code? <laughs> sure. The link is w.gg,
0: ygg The code to use for 10% off your order is LCM Podcast. And I'm sure Sasha will have the links in the description on all that. Plus, you can find the audio aspects of this show where all podcasts are found. And for the. Ex- exception of the rare international podcast day which happens yearly you guys and gals out there or alien you guys gals kids aliens and ghosts out there could have the possibility of hearing two episodes per week one of we're getting stuff ready for you and the main episode every week on our platforms whether it be podbean or apple podcasts or spotify we're not really promoting Google Podcasts anymore. Why? Because everything's switching over to YouTube music. So fuck you, Google. Um, but still, next month, thank you. Uh, as for last month, thank you, Arkansas, for being the top state
2: downloading everything. Arkansas? So. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe uh, you know, I'm bored, Lumser needs to have an Arkansas episode. It's all episode yeah. Indeed. Yeah. But Indeed. Uh, outside of that, obviously, just check us out on YouTube, um, working on Spotify, still trying to figure it out. I'm not exactly very technical savvy. Um, obviously, these episodes can be found on Podbean. We'll have links. Uh, you know, you want to help chip in by W. Hopple, my only fans. Um, or um, sometimes we got spicy content. I have Patreon. On. We got the tip jar. Yep. So, yeah, and I will tell you now, if you are on OnlyFans and you want to see something special, drop a tip. Send me a message. Say hi. And when I say drop a tip, I don't mean dick pic. An actual tip of monetary value. And, (laughs) folks, uh, though Sasha would be more
0: than happy for the tips on uh, her OnlyFans. Remember, if you want to see me in a bikini top, you have to go to my tip jar and leave tips and if we get a thousand if (laughs) we get a thousand dollars if not more than a thousand dollars you'll see me in a bikini top if we meet five thousand five thousand dollars or more i'll do a stupid dance and post it up on tiktok
2: so if it gets even more money than that like i've already said i will throw on a bikini i've got no problem with that i have one you just gotta deal with battle scars sorry just how life rolls these days but um Anyway, outside of that, anything else we need to plug? I think we got it all. Well, I think we got it all. Woo! We got, got it a lot all. Of
0: plugs.
2: We got it all. We, we sold everything from Freebase W to butt plugs. We're good. <laughs> Here's a plug. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, folks, uh, as yeah, I've yeah. said before, you've been listening to um, Sasha After Dark, the podcast of darkness. Um, so I like to say around here, or as Lunzer likes to say, he's a. I'm a gear and I'm wearing a bikini. Exactly. And, you know, until next slime, creeper wheel, take scare and unpleasant screams.
1: to the Long Coat Mafia Capish?
0: Hello everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the reboot slash repost episode. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, you can always send them my way at our email, which is longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or post them in the uh te- the pinned post on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Long Coat Mafia podcast. All the links are in the description down below. And just to let you know, this is the after show. And w- with the after show, a lot of what I am about to say or do say uh, is updates, my opinion on everything. Because when they are posted up on our Podbean account, Differ slightly at times, so a lot could happen between then and this recording. So, I'm going to give you a couple of updates or my opinions on those updates as so be it. So, just wanted to let you all know that now. Alright, gotcha. All in all, no real updates, comments, or smart remarks outside the... Riders Guild Strike update, uh, I did get a chance to watch that video, like I said in the beginning and in the main part of the episode, uh, it was just talking about how a lot of the studios, even though the Riders Guild did win, the in essence, got a lot of what they wanted, a lot of the folks are kind of cheering, or at least some of the folks that, um, I wouldn't say I... I in circles with, but I tend to uh, listen for an opposing uh, point of view or be in regards to everything that try to listen to all sides. Uh, this is one of the groups that tends to be a little bit of the anti woke crowd, but uh, one of the things that they were saying is that uh, a lot of it seems like a, with the strike lasting for the length that it did five, six months that it did it, it got a chance. For the studios to uh, look at what's actually working for them and what's not working for them and costing them money. And therefore, a lot of the writers that might have been on strike that were writing shows that were, according to some of the people in this video and a lot of other videos have been saying, a part of the quote unquote woke crowd. Uh, they might not be bringing those folks back in to write more episodes or other seasons because it's costing them money, and why have people in in regards to that will cost them money and lose quality, whereas uh, uh, other things that were gaining money, let's say like Stranger Things or what have you, uh, was bringing in that studio, that streaming service, actual money. So uh and when with as far as I could hear in regards to Hollywood, things people still have a tendency to be blacklisted. Uh not as bad as it was in maybe the nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties. But uh there's still that aspect of being blacklisted. Uh, meaning if a lot of these writers out there have uh if word gets around as this John or Dane Doe uh, cost a, a lot of money in regards to studio, a lot of money, due to the fact that they were trying to uh, implement woke stuff, and that's not working, so they get blacklisted. Or they didn't really contribute a lot, even though they had a writer's credit and they're part of the writer's guild. They didn't write anything or didn't contribute everything. Um, and one of the things that... One of the videos I watched stated was the fact that, uh, well, main uh, one of the things that you saw a lot is uh, is almost like a shotgun type of writing style, meaning a write uh, one person writes seven, eight str- scripts right off the bat, and the studio or streaming service stamps it approved. Meanwhile. Whereas network TV or TV that is aired on a weekly basis and aired out, it's that first pilot episode and it doesn't uh doesn't like but doesn't have enough ratings. Well, you drop it like a hot potato and they just leave it be. So it's a combination of many issues that is out there. Um, it, it shows that might claimed as woke or anything, it might not actually be woke, just that it has bad writing um, in regards to things. It's something, this is a conversation that me and Sasha could fully flush out in a later episode, sometime down the rut, the, the pike. So there's that. So past that, nothing really, again, really to say other than, uh, even though we talked about uh, various things in regards to our... Uh, quasi sponsor, uh, we do recommend uh, the, uh, the drink that I chose, the little mix I chose, the Calio Cream was very good. Do give it a try. Uh, just again, head on over to wb.gg. It's dubb Use code LCM Podcast uh, for 10% off your order. We do have a Patreon, it's only $3 a month. Uh once we got people going on in regards to it, we'll start uh picking up and rolling for it. Um but for now, uh and we do have that tip jar. But the best way you can support the show is listening, downloading, sharing, subscribing, uh, interacting with us. We have so many ways to do that. Uh Pod, podbean is one of the best ways to do that. Um because it allows comments in regards to episodes, it allows you to interact with us here at the show and passing along uh, critiques and criticisms to uh, Sasha when we record a main episode. Uh, so if other outlets, whether it be uh, Good Pods or what have you, allows you to do that, feel free to do that. So subscribe, like, give us a listen, uh, interact with us. Uh, again, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash the Long Mafia Podcast. Uh, all these links and more are in our description Down below, feel free to check us out, find out more about us, and look at our other outlets. Uh, I should be dropping a little bit, a few videos on YouTube. There's a few things I am waiting to get in, but they are taking their sweet time to get to me due to them being Kickstarter rewards. So, either way, I have no more to say other than the following
1: I'm a gamer, I'm wearing a bikini.
0: And good night, and see you next week.
1: See you next time on the Long Coat Mafia.